have to agree with the origin of these holidays to celebrate them? <laughs> like, what? What? Why? Because all of a sudden, everybody's <laughs> super woke now. Separate. I put it like this. I think if it wasn't for the show and promoting the show, whatever, right? I'd probably be done with, with social media. Yeah, definitely. Separate. Got a lot of regular ass chicks that's got. A lot of hundreds of thousands, you know what I'm saying? All the ones that's got big, they insta, they uh, only fans, right? Or they didn't so, show their ass at some point in time. <laughs> oh, what was your first pet's name? He's like, Oh, I had a pet, this is my pet, <laughs> but you don't realize, you know what I'm saying? This is all the shit they ask you on them little security joints, you know what I'm saying? When you're filling out, shit. he like that. Midnight. in this world that I'd rather be in right here with Midnight and you. Saha. You good? It's It's the Celebration Tip Podcast. I'm your boy O.K. Johnny here with my co-host G-Tech. We want to thank you. Thank you for coming and listening in again. We appreciate all your support. Make sure you check us out on separate underscore the underscore two. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Stitcher, and you can request us on your Alexis machine. Alexa, why do you keep calling this Alexa. 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 I'm sorry. The Alexa. Version. You got this shit from the front boat. <laughs> <laughs> You can request us on your Alexa machine. I wonder if Siri will put. Does Siri pull up? Uh, I try not to talk to them motherfuckers. Don't even say Siri. I, like, I don't need Siri. I don't need. I don't even turn my Siri on. I turn that shit yeah. off. I know a lot of people that use it though, like to be talking to that motherfucker. And, and whenever I see, and whenever I see somebody do it, it feels so strange to me. Right. <laughs> Like y'all really use that? Well, I wonder if she would play. She probably would. She probably would. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. But um, but yeah. So we here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We here, and um, we're gonna do what we gonna what we do. Shout out to you and you network. Make sure you check that out. Check that out on Instagram. Shout out to Quota Quota Sheen, unprocessed Quota Sheen, unprocessed knowledge. Three stars, two bars, a taste to consider, and we got some new shows coming real soon, real soon. Sir. Hey, we here. How you feeling, man? What I do wrong? These names. But you be reading the, uh, the the shit, the, the podcast shit. You just be flowing with them joints. Nah, I just be memorizing. Nah, I just man, I just talk. Once I get rolling, I just roll, man. It's all look like you was reading for something. No, I'm looking at this trade. Oh, I'm looking at this trade. See if I want to get in or not. <laughs> yeah, but cut your shit off. We need you focused. Yeah, I'm looking at this US 30 trade. I think I want to take it, but I'm 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 waiting to see something. But um, but we here. Um, I don't know where where do we begin? There's so much to talk about. But I do want to say this. So um, uh, there was the fight Saturday. Was that Saturday? Yeah, it was a Sat- Saturday. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on Saturday. 
We did? What else was going on? I mean, just in general, you had the basketball game was on. Oh, true, true, you true. And uh, Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. True, I forgot on. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's so let's start with the fight party. Um, shout out to Ways and Littles. They threw an event at Son's house. Um, for the the uh, what's my man name? Javante Davis. Javante Davis fight. That was um, right. I mess with him. I mess with him a lot, and I'm glad. I'm glad that um that he's staying out of trouble because he he got a lot of potential. But um um yeah yeah true true. He got belts though. Um, but we had a good time, man. Um, like I said, shout out to Wade, shout out to Littles, man. They threw a heck of a shindig. Um, the food, the food was good. I broke all my all my rules and, and everything. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. You know, I'm you know I'm on this this eating better journey. But you know, if I show up somewhere and that's all it is to eat, guess what? <laughs> I'ma eat some. When you done looking like uh Gina friend Monique when she eating <laughs> And that's why that's why I keep telling people like I'm not on no type of strict diet or nothing like right. that. Like You're I can I can better. eat yeah, I can eat whatever the fuck I want. I'm just trying to eat better, you know. Minimize. And so yeah, absolutely. Like I ate that, I probably won't eat nothing like that again till the next right. shit But let me say this. Man, that chicken littles bought from uh hip hop chicken tastes amazing. Okay. What yeah, kind of chicken was it? Fried chicken, chicken wings. Mm. Man, them shits was bomb. So, Little's next party, make sure you had them wings there. I'll yeah, say feel, my- feel free to buy some wings this weekend. You know what I'm saying? When I come up, I want to have fun. When I ain't hey, thinking, whole I time while chicken. Whole time while you bullshit, maybe we should do that. Just instead yeah, of doing, doing the crabs and shit, we get some some chicken and all that. Maybe throw some shit on the grill or something. Right. Um, but we we did talk about going out that Friday. Um, yeah, I heard to the little happy hour. Uh, talking about happy hour. Yeah, on that Friday, but um, but yeah, so it, man, it was it was a great thing, man. Once again, shout out to them. And with that being said, I will be at all the shindigs that y'all throw from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, my man. Yeah, Wade finally got some days off. Yeah, yeah, Wade's he working Wade's, like a working like a human now. Yeah, man, he the man now. He the man. So yeah, so shout out to them, man. So um, but yeah, man, I um. Let me see. Saturday, I worked that morning. Um, I got off. I was tired as hell. Mm. I came home, took a nap, slept to about eight. Then I hopped up, got dressed, and rolled down there. Okay. Got home about a little bit after twelve. Ended up falling asleep mm. about two. Got up at four. Went to work again. God damn. Yep. Came. <laughs> Shit, came that's got your back hurt. Yeah, probably. Got off work. God went. It, went. Yep. Went and um. I promised the kids we would hang out. Hung out with the kids. So, but that's normal shit for me. You know how I go. <laughs> shit, yeah. I wish I would go to sleep at two and wake up at four. Everybody yeah, would hate man. me that day, like yeah, everybody. Man. I made it through though. I made it through. And the wild part was they was trying to get me to stay long. I was like, oh no, I got to go. Ain't yeah, no, I definitely thought be- y'all would have hung out a little longer. No, no, no. I'm talking about they was trying to get me to stay long oh, at kid. work. Oh, work at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell no, I do no overtime. I don't do no overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of there. Yeah, man. But we here. We here. What we got to talk about? What's on your mind? Talk to me. Uh, I wonder real quick. But okay, I kind of caught myself when I realized what the fuck was going on. But okay. I'm still gonna say it anyway because we here. Okay. Uh, yesterday, uh, three stars had JB on. Okay. And uh, everybody look forward to that episode. I think Wednesday they drop. I so, believe so. Yeah, Wednesday. You'll understand when you hear it on Wednesday. 
But her and her girlfriend was on, and they was having a conversation about uh, getting pregnant or whatever. I don't know the technical okay. term or the medical term for it, but they was talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Having somebody sperm, you know what I'm saying, to go with their eggs or whatever. Okay. So while they was talking about it, of course, son fucked it all up, but that's neither here nor there. But Jamia was explaining it, and she was saying, yeah, you know, it, it's probably best to get a family member, you know, to do it and, you know, to preserve the 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 familyness of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like have okay. a part of you in it. I'm fine. But when she I'm was fine. saying it, she was saying it. So when I first heard it, I was like, hold up. Why would you want your family member to get you pregnant? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like that's a little bit some down south. Your kid might come out with three arms type shit or whatever. Like, no, not get her, her girlfriend. Right, exactly. That's what I realized today. She meant her girlfriend. So I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because and that, but that really makes sense when you think about yeah, it, it because it, it keeps her bloodline true involved with the baby and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. At first I thought now, it was a little fucked up, but then I was like, damn, that's pretty cool when, when I actually use my, my You GED. had to think about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stupid. But so was that something she's saying she would do or is that what people do? I think it came up with the conversation with them having kids together. Okay. I'm not sure. I would have to listen to the episode because they was live. A lot of shit was going on. You know, so I was trying okay. to pay attention. But I'm thinking she was saying that that's what something that they would look forward to or doing. looking, you know, looking into doing. But no, matter of fact, she might not have. She, I think she did. But I know they said it cost ten thousand dollars, and you get three chances. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, just to do that period is ex- mm-hmm. is an expensive um is an expensive process. Because I knew I knew a guy that um uh him and I forgot what was the reason why they couldn't get it done naturally, but they were um trying to do the whole. Uh, I guess the freeze. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. But anyway, right. I remember him saying how he had spent a lot of money because it took three tries for them to mm-hmm. actually like get it to be successful. Dang, and so I they remember got it on the third one. Yeah, I remember he mm-hmm. said he was something like 30, 30 G's in on that joint. I was like, oh, God. so he did it three times because they say you get three times per ten G's. So he actually did it. He was going on what nine times. Oh, okay. Well, whatever it was, it didn't. It took a few times Shit. for them to yeah to get it done yeah. Dang, so, would you pay thirty G to have a kid? Hell, nigga, I, you talking <laughs> to the nigga? You talking to the nigga that didn't want no kids? <laughs> yeah, they give. I don't mind kids, but not for thirty thousand dollars, bro. Like, and they could have gave me the. We could buy they a puppy. Give the, they give me the thirty thousand. I have one of mine. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Why you bullshit? Yeah, that's nah, a lot. I ain't gonna sell my kids. These are jokes, people. These are jokes. Dang, but I yeah, know, I might um, get one of mine up. Yeah, I, I I remember him saying that uh, they went through that process, of, uh, you know, more than once. And I was like, damn. damn. Yeah. And I think this was years ago, and I think it might have been a little more expensive back then. Mm. Yeah. You know. They should have just called them. No. <laughs> we are not going there. Oh, man. But, um, but yeah, I was I was going to ask them uh, on the show to, to ask Jamia if she was if she accept my apology. From back in the day, but I didn't want son to butcher the story, so I was like, "Nah, I'm not even going to ask." <laughs> what the story when you threw up in her bag? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. She probably still did, hate me to this day. Did we ever? Did we ever tell that story on here? Nah, but I'll tell it. Fuck it. Okay, let's, let's do it. All right, so All right, go ahead. <laughs> but see, I'm gonna tell it the right way because I didn't want son to tell it because he don't have context. So for the sake of the. You know, I'm gonna give context so the people out here can understand what actually happened. What actually happened? Okay. 
So this was back in the day when I used to catch it the mega that, bus. It wasn't that back in the day. It was about almost probably two years, a year and a half at least. Oh yeah, probably. You probably yeah. right. So that's when I used to catch the mega bus. Now the mega bus is a nine hour trip. So I would mm-hmm. catch it at midnight on a Thursday night and get there Friday morning, like nine o'clock. So I get there at nine o'clock. I'm sure you pick me up. Uh and when John picks me up, John likes to take me on tour. So there's never no going straight <laughs> straight to my destination. We're always going somewhere. So imagine being on a bus, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I got a little height on me, so it's not comfortable, especially if it's crowded. So I'm on the bus nine hours, you know what I'm saying, not really sleeping. Get off, riding around with John probably for two hours. You know what I'm saying? Finally get to the crib. I probably lay down for an hour and a half, maybe two hours, because I'm on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Last thing I want to do is sleep. Right. <laughs> probably got there, you know what I'm saying? My mom be having a lick at the crib, so I probably had a nice drink or two. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. And I think that particular day, I had got up with son early, if I ain't mistaken. And uh, mm. at his crib or whatever, chilling, whatever, then we decided we was going to go out that night. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, you know what I'm saying? Time come, everybody kind of come over. We chilling at son house. Now, Jamia comes and has edibles, right? So, mind you, mm-hmm. this is a day of drinking, you know what I'm saying, off and on or whatever. Then we decided to eat edibles. In the house, we decided, we, we came to an agreement that mm-hmm. there will be no more drinking for the rest of the night. <laughs> that, that was the mm-hmm. agreement. Okay. We go to the spot. First thing we do is go straight to the bar. <laughs> straight to the bar. Because in this particular spot, we couldn't. You couldn't sit unless you got a uh, bought, bought bottles or oh, a section. Yeah, but you had to buy the bottle to get the section. Oh, okay, that's, okay, that's, okay. That was the rule. So when we went straight to the bar. We was like, all right, fuck it. We just gonna go to the bar because ain't nobody buying no. You know, what I'm saying three hundred dollar bottle of fucking Hennessy. But we, we ended up at the doing bar. It. <laughs> ended up doing it anyway because we ended up getting hookahs. Of course, it's a hookah lounge, and who wants to stand up smoke hookahs? So of course, we right. got convinced. To do that, right. sitting down, drinking, whatever. Now it's starting to it's starting to kind of you know catch up to me. You know, say the whole travel, the drinking, the edibles, all this is is catching up to me. Right, John in there <laughs> acting the fool. <laughs> I was. So I'm like, yes, you were. So <laughs> you know, and it's inside. It's hot. You know, so I'm like, fuck it, bro. I'm about to go to the car. So I'm like, son, give me the keys. Now, mind you, when we pulled up to the spot. The police was out there, you know, like doing security, whatever. And they said that that the police like to sit out there and kind of wait for people to leave and see who's lit or not, and then pull them over. Mm-hmm. So when I got the keys, I'm I'm, I'm going outside, I'm stumbling, looking for the car, and I'm done at this point. Mm-hmm. So I find the car, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna get in the front seat because I know they probably watch me walk to the car. I'm gonna get in the back seat so they don't even think I'm driving. Gotcha. So I get in the back seat. <laughs> Here comes John. <laughs> <laughs> screaming, acting the fool, you know what I'm saying, just loud. And I'm like, bro, get in the car. He like, nah, man, we we not about this and that. So I'm like, John, get in the car. So I'm like, I don't want to draw draw no attention to the car. So I'm like, nah, I ain't getting in the car. So he go back inside. So I'm like, all right, cool. He inside. So I'm laying in the in the back of the uh the truck. So we had stopped before we got there, we had stopped at seven eleven to get, you know, gum and refreshments and shit like that or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> so of course, if anybody knows, the last thing you want to do, you know what I'm saying, when you lit is close your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's when everything kinda hits you. 
So of course really? I close my eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm feeling it. I'm like, oh no, nah, I got to go. But I'm like, I don't want to throw up outside the car. Cause again, I don't want to bring no attention to the car. Okay. And I don't want the police. I know niggas gonna come out the joint lit. You know what I'm saying? We was already lit, so I know and niggas police, gonna come out. Police do do that because my man got locked up off that one night we was out. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, I can't throw up outside the car. I like, but I got to get this shit up out me. So of course I'm looking around. And there's trash bags in the back of the car. So I'm like, oh, not, bet. no, no, not trash. No, bags. no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen. So I of course are... I grab the joint and I'm like, all right, bet we good. So I throw up in the bag. And lightly placed the bag outside the car. <laughs> Thinking I'm doing a good job. Whole time is Jamia's belongings in the bag. Her keys. I think she had her wallet. It's all kinds of shit in the bag that she had. And I just threw up in all the shit. <laughs> all her keys, all her wallet, all Everything. her phone. And I'm talking about that good Earl. That good. That all her snacks. McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Long night and of matter drinking. Fact, matter of fact. Didn't I pick the bag up or something? It's possible. I, I was done at that point. So, yeah, what y'all I think did I, was on y'all. Yeah, I think I picked the bag up and and was like, damn, you know, your bag fell out the car or whatever and didn't even think nothing of it. And then she went in that joint and it was all she wrote out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know she was. And, John, you know the bad part, though? Initially, I was going to find a trash can to throw the bag in. But of course, I'm like, nah, I ain't getting back oh, out the car. Dead. That would have been terrible. That would have been fucked up. So yeah, because her car you know, keys was in there. Yeah, that was the main thing. The car keys. They had the edibles and all kinds of shit in there. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully, wow. you know, what I'm saying Jimmy is over it. You know, I don't think well, we we rocked the same ever since. She but it's probably just you? it's probably just in my head. But you know what I'm saying. But did she unfollow yeah. you? No, nah, no, nah, we still follow each other. Oh, see, if you you know, that's how you judge a relationship, you know, a relationship if, if they follow you or not. <laughs> Damn. Do, but do niggas do that? Do niggas unfollow each other? No, niggas just block you. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? She ain't niggas, so I, don't, I wouldn't expect her to just unfollow me. She probably blocks you. Have you tried to go on her page? No, nah, no, nah, we I be I be communicating with her from since then. She responds? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. good? Do you good? Yeah. I mean, we won't be having no in depth conversations. Like, I might send something and she might like oh, it she, or something. Oh, she be short with you? Yeah, yeah. And, you and be like, ain't having be, no conversation. You be like, hey, what's up? How your day? I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah, she That's beefing, bro. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she want to fight you, bro. <laughs> nah, chill. Nah, she might, she might deserve, you know, so I might let her get one off. She, she deserve it. But you I'm know, that's hug her the next that, time I see her. But you know that's the Instagram thing. Like we, we you judge your your uh your friendships if if they unfo- if they unfollow you, no, nah, if they unfollow you, then you know it's Dang. real beef. <laughs> that's oh no, because I I have been getting like recently like it'd be like Littles just follows you. Let me find out Littles didn't unfollow. Yeah, me. he was beefing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got to see me. The truth, the truth comes to yeah. the light. Hey, yeah, Littles, they, just, just know when I get there this weekend, put your hands up because now you got to see me. Bruh, so I got a question it, since we all talking about uh, Instagram or whatever. Okay. So I remember remember the explore page. Like you would go to the explore page and What's it that would explore be page when you hit the magnifying glass. When you hit the, the magnifying magnif- glass. Yeah, at the bottom. So when you go, t- so on your the little you search your, joint. Yeah, the search joint. Yeah. Okay. When you hit that, and then it'd be like all this random shit and. In there, whatever. What determines mm-hmm. what makes it in that area? What you look at the most. Hmm. 
Even if, because I be having people pop in my joint that I never even seen before. Yeah, but I guess it's it's based on like, what you look or, at and what's popping at the time that that goes with what you're looking at. Like if you look at a lot of shoes, you're gonna see a bunch of shoe posts in there. If you look at a lot of ass, you're gonna see a bunch of random ass. Just no, I feel like that's how it used to be. Cause well, it maybe be you shit, stop it, looking at ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in my in my joint, it it don't be stuff in here. Like some of the stuff just mine's be always be to stuff me. in there. Like it be basketball or football, like random. That's what most of shit. mine is. Shoes. I guess it just be shit that you look at a lot. But the basketball parts is not what throws me off. What throws me off okay. is when it's these random people in my joint that I don't even follow. What they and be I'm doing? Like, just random shit. Like girls. Like this. Like this ass. one right here. No, no. This <laughs> this girl. It's a picture of her standing on her porch. Mm. Um. Here's a picture of a girl. What is she doing? She's just sitting here dancing in the mirror, fully dressed, not naked or nothing like that. Um, she got here's a, a big rant. butt. I can't see her butt. She oh, okay. she just looking in the. But that's what I'm saying. Like some of this shit be like jive random. But I was just curious, like what determines what goes in there, or whatever. Hmm. But I did. I was on it the other day, and I came across a, a girl who was saying that. She had been going through her pictures or whatever, and she noticed that she used filters a lot. She was like, you okay. know, she was like, I was I was going through my pictures, and I noticed like damn near all my pictures had a filter, filter on it. And she was saying <clears throat> she was going like cut back on using filters or whatever. Like, right, you know, like I'm I'm you know I need to show my natural self sometimes because everything I got got a filter on it. And right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Two reasons. One, that she not openly acknowledged that right. she is killing the filters. Filter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but I was just curious, like, is that a thing? Like, do but people I, have filter addiction? <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah, mm. I would say so. Because it's almost it, like makeup. You get used to seeing yourself a certain yeah, way. Yeah, and you mm. used to... Just certain, you know, how you post certain shit and you just, I guess they automatically go to it. But it's funny you say that because I've found it funny recently that a lot of these uh, chicks that use the filters or or might be like neck up Twitter all the time, don't uh-huh. show, show their body. I find uh-huh. it funny that if when they get them off guard joints, like let's say they out with their friend or whatever uh-huh. and they friend will post something to them or whatever or just randomly post something without the filters and all that extra stuff and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is what you look like? Like, <laughs> it'd be night and day, bro. And I'm like, I wonder if they meant to do that. Like, do they realize that they look night and day? Like, their profile picture look a certain way. Then you'll see this other picture and you'll be like, oh, like, that's it's look like two different people. And I'm like, are right, you right. like, how do they feel about that? Because one, you look amazing. And then the other uh-huh. one, you just look, eh. it's like, so it's, it's pretty much like makeup. Cause you know, how some people are look like really like have really, really rough skin or right. whatever. And then they put on yeah. makeup and they look like a whole nother person. That's crazy. And you but, know, what's funny. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Because me and my man was talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it because on social media, you know, you're dealing with any guy or what, guys just period. You know, we see something on, on social media and we, you know, we admire it. We look at it or whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. it's crazy how 
90% of the men can tell you we like natural. We like natural look. We like natural bodies. We like natural, natural, natural. But women refuse to just be natural. Well, but you also have women that will tell you that they don't do it for men. Approved. Well, no, I don't think they do it for me. That's, that's, that's exactly what I was about to say. They don't do it for me because we're telling you we like one thing, but right. y'all constantly doing it. It's for the other women. It's a battle between women. That's all it is. Mm. But then they'll use us like, oh, no, what that's what it? y'all like to look at. Yeah, we like to look at it because it's entertainment. But in reality, we like natural. We want to yeah. come home to natural. We want to wake or up is it, to natural. Or, or is it an insecurity? Like it's some, definitely like, insecurity because you're competing with no, not a not, when I say insecurity, not in a competition way, but in a way of they're not they're they're they don't feel they look good or they don't feel that they right, feel they but, look better with the makeup. But, but to me, it goes back to the competition because you're basing it off of what you see online. Because if we tell you you're attractive, like who you know, what I'm saying like what mm. what builds your, your your confidence or your self esteem what 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 gets rid of those insecurities is it the likes on instagram or is it the compliments in real life mm. you see what i'm saying like we could tell I you all you. day you look good but if if this chick is getting 3000 likes per picture with the filters and all that other shit that's mm. what you that's what you competing with cuz your man at sit at home all day and tell you nah baby you beautiful like i like that like yeah your body this and that but it's all about acceptance from others. <laughs> but you know the thing that really blows me away even more so, or just I, I would say probably as equal as the makeup, is the hair. I've seen some females recently. I'm sorry, not females. I've seen some women recently mm-hmm. like take pictures like with their natural hair where they don't have a wig or right. weave in their hair. First of all, I'd be like shocked because I automatically assume if you wear it. Yeah, if you wear wigs and weave all the time, you, you bald head. <laughs> right. That's that's just how my brain works. No. But but then I see them, they take it off, and they got like the most full head of hair. You know, and I'd be like, yo, why don't y'all show y'all natural hair more? Like, what's that about? Exactly. And that's what we're saying. Like, we can continuously say this to them, but they'll it's it's not it's always like like you let's say when you're in a relationship or whatever, like you can tell somebody and it ain't got to be like a, you know, romantic, you know, friendship, whatever mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. tell somebody something all the time, but they won't listen to you. But if they hear it from somebody else, then that's mm-hmm. when it clicks like, Oh yeah, you're right. But I'm like, damn, I've been telling you that forever. But yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's, it's crazy. Cause I've, I've seen some women that, you know, like I said, they, they post something without the makeup, without the hair and all that. And one, they, they look It'd like a total fine. different yeah, they look like a total different person, but they look good. And I be and I be thinking that's why I say I think some of it is addiction. I think mm-hmm. you do it so much, you just become addicted to seeing yourself a certain way. Cause it's, a lot of times the wigs and shit, they be looking crazy right. as hell to me. Like, the, yeah. and and here's the other thing, and I hope I don't get crucified for this, but nothing against uh, men that make themselves up to look like women. I'm not saying this to bash anybody. Yeah, this just took I'm, a turn. No, I'm just saying this as an <laughs> observation. Women so so when a man when a man when a man goes out sets out to make himself look like a woman, he has to mm-hmm. use a lot of makeup. He has to wear a wig. Yeah, he got to okay. He got to do all this work to make you, himself look like look a woman. Look like a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? But then you got women 
they they do so much makeup and get so much work done to their bodies and wigs and all that they starting to look like the, dude the men, joint. the dudes that do it. It's like yeah. you can see a dude that's made himself up to be a woman next to a real woman, and they look exactly alike because exactly exactly. they got the yeah. they got the same makeup, the same hair, the same you know bo- right. built body. And it's like, yo, this is getting kind of creepy. You know what right. I'm saying? But I guess my question is, and I mean, I'm not. Everybody wants to look nice. You know, we all want to go yeah, out absolutely. here and look nice. But for the ladies who who completely transform from their normal self when they go through this, like, what is what what do they expect to happen? Like when they meet somebody, like are they are they supposed to fall in love with with that look if they never seen the natural look? Like, wouldn't you want to yeah. rather meet somebody naturally and then see them dressed up? Like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I like you yeah. natural, but yeah, when you do this, like, it's a it's another level as opposed to you meeting them when they done up. You're like, damn, you fine, but then when they get home, they look like uh look like us. Then you're like, bro, what we doing? Like, yeah, what, like yeah. I give up, but that I would be scary to me if yeah. I was one of the women. Like, I couldn't never take my eyelashes off. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't <laughs> never take my fingernails off. I got to keep my makeup on when we sleep. Like. I don't want to live like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's. I give an example. Um, I got a thing for Ari Lennox. I think she's. I think she's a gorgeous young lady, and okay. um, but but like I started noticing her, just in her normal state, like not mm-hmm. not dressed up fancy, not no makeup, no nothing. Like I was like, dang, you know, she's a she's attractive young lady. I, you know, I think mm-hmm. she looks. She's a nice looking lady, but then when she does it, when she puts the yeah, makeup put it on. on and gets dressed up it's like you dating two women no it's like thing. like like wow like right you, you took it up you, a notch yeah you like really but like you said if you always on 10 like what's the transition you i'd right. rather it be i see you in your natural state get to exactly. know you in your natural state and then when you get done up you take it up another level yeah. versus it's always on 10 and then when you ain't on ten, it takes a drop. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. I got used to seeing ten all the time, and then you done right. drop down to seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let me let me let me get let me be attracted to the seven. And right. Yeah. When That's you how go you to the, want. yeah, when you go to ten, it's like oh man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. yeah. But we gonna say who are we to long. tell women what to do? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're not here to tell y'all what to do. No. Right, we do just let you know what what we feel. Like yeah. if you're doing it for men, trust me, men like natural. I promise you. Absolutely. I know we look at a lot of stuff online, and you see a lot of these online chicks getting a lot of likes and follows, and a lot of niggas in the comments. But I guarantee you, they going home to somebody natural, and yeah. they appreciate I mean, the naturalness. Instagram is the circus. I always say it's like you know, I go, yeah, I go to the circus and I watch the clowns, but I'm not taking no clowns home. You know no, what I'm saying? At all. Hey, it's like the circus, man. But um, but yeah. So uh, we here. What we what we talk about? That was just the warm up, right? There. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let Let's talk about this IKEA menu real quick while we okay while we go. Let's do it. So give me you the backstory. Back? No, nah, I don't know it. <laughs> okay, so IKEA. Okay, let, first let me say this because some people may not know this. Uh oh. IKEA serves food. That's a normal thing. They used to have the didn't they have popcorn early on or some shit? I just remember something hot. They dogs. still Maybe that's what I, it was. They do that too. They do um so down and most IKEA's that I've been in downstairs okay. by the registers, they serve like pretzels, hot dogs. You could get drinks, popcorn, snacky type yeah. stuff. 
I ain't been but, in that joint in about 20 years. Okay, but in the upstairs of IKEA, they have like a their version of a food court mm. where they serve food. And the reason why I know this, because when I used to be a vendor for Home Depot, and me and my partner at the time, we would go over there for lunch. Cause you would mm. you could get um uh half rotisserie chicken with vest with two sides and all that for like five dollars. Mm. Like the the shit. I remember that's but how we then, used to do Sam's Club when I worked there. Yeah, but the we used to but go the, over to Sam Clubs all the time, get their food. Yeah, but the thing about it, it wasn't expensive, but the shit right. was bomb because they have real chefs that cook the food. It's like actual chefs. How do you think they got real chef but fake fucking screws and shit that they sell with they uh they beds and shit? Oh, I you hate, stupid! Like for real, I hate they shit. No, it's 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 some things that furniture wise, I I can see where you're coming from, but like yeah. they got they a lot have, of like, other special, stuff. Too. They always got special screws and shit. Well, like. you know, it's a foreign, it's a foreign. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so they use like metric screws and stuff like that because yeah, it's yeah. it's foreign. They they gotcha. I think it's Germany or something like that. But anyway, so. The food, serving food and having chefs cook food is normal. That's what they do. Gotcha. Thanksgiving, they do Thanksgiving type menu. You know what I'm saying? But you could go to Ikea any day of the week. It's interesting. And, and get food. So that's not, that's nothing new. They, they've always done that. So for Juneteenth, they put out a menu in celebration of Juneteenth that involved chicken and macaroni and cheese and collard greens and all this now me being a person like i said who's who has eaten at ikea when i heard that i immediately thought that shit probably tastes bomb you know what i'm saying (laughs) because nah not that i was gonna go get it i was just because i remember i remember eating there and how good the food was or whatever Mm. and i was shocked even then i was like damn this food good it's not expensive you know what i'm saying like right we would go to ikea me, my kids, mom, and my kids, we would all eat, and I still would like barely spend like twenty dollars, some shit. Like, <laughs> did, did, you know what did I'm saying? You use that as a like a restaurant? Did you buy anything from IKEA? Or you just went to go eat? No, no, we went to get stuff from IKEA oh, okay. while we was in there. <laughs> while we was hey, in there, get dressed. We about to go to IKEA <laughs> eat the dinner tonight. <laughs> no, but while you joking, there's some people that people do that. Like people Damn. literally go to IKEA just to eat, just to eat. That's because because again, the food is made by real chefs. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? So boom. So they do the Juneteenth menu, and mm-hmm. it's chicken and collard greens and macaroni and cheese and celebrating of Juneteenth. Right. And people was mad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't understand the anger. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> let, and, and, and let me say, I wanted to ask, I wanted to come on separated to and ask, am I tripping that I don't get why everybody mad about this menu? <laughs> uh I will say this. Okay. While I while I get the outrage, you know what I'm saying? Because Explain it. Explain the outrage. Well, you know, black people, we when it comes to racism, we're we're very sensitive. And it's like okay. a, it's like a crutch. It's like a crutch. Okay. Us, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, and not to you know what I'm saying, not to sound insensitive or nothing. Like it's like when people say you pull a race card, you pull a race card. We'll we'll use the race card in an instant. Without thinking, you know what I'm saying? When shit okay. hits the fan, like we're always, it's sensitive when it comes to us. Okay. Because we can have a, a, a Cinco de Mayo and. Thank you. And, and you participate in, in all that and drink tequila for the Mexicans and all. We can do that. But when it comes to us, and, and, 
and I guess my question is, I don't, I don't understand why or what we expected. We want to be celebrated, you know what I'm saying? And and I know on, on Taste of Consider, he was talking about he Rip was talking about how pretty much it's going to be whitewashed. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know, white people gonna kind of, but I guess that's what any holiday, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I get, but like I said, I get the other side. But my thing is, why, why, why not give us a day where they eat what we eat? Why does it have to be racist to to celebrate Black culture on the Black Day? I, I, yeah, and, that's and again, what I'm... this is coming from a guy who won't eat fried chicken in front of white folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not accepting watermelon from white folks. This is just me. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because I'm. I'm big on the stereotype, so I understand okay. it. But in this instance, like you said, I didn't – I mean, I understood the outrage, but I'm like, what did we expect? Like, if we're celebrating black people on this day, same way we do with any other holidays when it comes to you celebrate it in the tradition that it's it's meant for. You know, St. So Patrick, right. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, you motherfuckers Day, put on leprechaun shirts and, right. and green. <laughs> all that. On, on fucking what, uh, what, uh, uh, Christmas, you put on fucking Santa Claus hats. Right. On Halloween, you dress up in costumes. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo, you eating tacos and drinking uh, tequila. Uh, right. Cor- okay. And Coronas. And all Coronas, day. right. You, we rush, we leave work early to go separate fucking Facts. Cinco Facts. de Mayo. But then I'm like, they do a, a black holiday and want to do black holiday shit, and it's outrage. Now I'm yeah. like, what what are we what are we doing here? Right. So <laughs> so, I, and I guess my question is, what what should happen on Juneteenth? I mean, I guess you know, do you do we want to sit around and just have a history lesson where you sit white people down and kind of just go back and discuss slavery and stuff like that, or? Or do we like on the Fourth of July? You got the fireworks, the red, white, and blue. Will, will we be upset if if people wore black, red, and green on Juneteenth? Would that be a problem if they, you know, if that's our colors, that's not, right? Yeah, I, you know, I, what I'm saying, would that be an issue if if everything turned black, red, and green on Juneteenth every year? Since it's now it's a national holiday, would yeah. that be wrong? And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I don't. I'm I'm with you. I don't. I think that's where I was confused. I'm like, what is it that we we want want to happen now? Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying this to defend nothing or anything like that. No. It's just a it's just a thought in my head. If they didn't do nothing, right? Or if they never acknowledged it, it would be an issue, right? If they never acknowledged Martin Luther King Day, or if they never acknowledged you know, any other day that may be dealing with us, that would be an issue. Oh, y'all, y'all celebrate Cinco de Mayo, y'all celebrate, da, da, da. why y'all don't celebrate no black holidays? You know what I'm right. saying? Blah, blah, blah. Then you get Juneteenth, and, and then you get the day off. And you get the day so off. Is it, so is it just that we just want a day off? I think we just want to be mad about some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but that's we, easy for us. We can always, and it's, and it's, it's, it's uh, justified because of all we've been through, but it's like everything don't have to be a fight, I guess. You know, if you my, ask for it, you got to – that's why I say you got to be careful what you ask for because no, you got to take the good and the bad that comes But did we it. ask for that, though? 
I don't know if we asked for that. I mean, I guess if if people did, I don't know if people wanted because I've known about Juneteenth my whole life. Cause my mother's from Texas, so mm-hmm. I mean, we ain't celebrated, but I've known about it, you know. But it's just recently became a big big deal where where it's been pushed and it became a national holiday. But I've right. always known about it, but I just don't. I mean. I'm not against celebrating it in that fashion. I mean, if 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 that's what we're doing, I'll put on some red, black, and green and eat some fried chicken and mac and cheese that day, like we would any other holiday for any any other culture. Yeah, I just don't. I, and, and I'm not. I'm not saying this to down talk anybody that has a problem with IKEA making a menu. Mm. I guess what I'm saying is we got bigger things to put energy towards. Right. Then to worry about a fucking menu that probably was bomb because I'm trying to tell y'all IKEA food. Be bomb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, why? Why? Like, I don't. I just I don't want us to become the group that just complain about any and everything because right. that's what it's starting to feel like. It's like this. It's the, it's a fad now because because five years ago. Black folk wasn't worried about nothing, it seemed like. And now, all right. of a sudden, everybody woke. And, and I'm cool with the wokeness. I'm not saying nothing right. against the wokeness. I'm just saying, let's put this energy towards getting these laws changed, getting these um, getting these police under control. You know, things that um, a menu don't affect sh- yeah. shit for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm right. not worried about a menu. I'm not worried about, you know, seeing white folk walking around with happy Juneteenth Day t-shirts. So I'm not, bro, we got bigger things to focus on. And I think, especially when I feel like they do little things like Juneteenth to try to pacify us and say, oh, look, we did this for you. Like, let's not get caught up in that. Let's not, okay, they made it a holiday. All right, cool, whatever. Let's get back to what I don't think we we ever asked for that. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that was ever a yeah. thing. Like I never even gave Juneteenth two thoughts personally. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just it just wasn't a thing. But I'm saying let's not get caught up in fussing about a menu at IKEA, and let's right. let's stay the course of the things that matter that we really need to get changed. You know what I'm saying? Go eat that chicken and collard greens or whatever so you have the energy to come over here and fight what we really need to be fighting about. So, and I and I, I wanted to bring it up because I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Because if I'm tripping, mm. then correct me. Like, right. if somebody was like, nah, John, nah, this, the, the greens ain't right, man. The greens, they trying to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, cool. But I was just like, right. yo, what is all this outrage about a fucking menu? Like, come right. on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like get it, because again, like I said, I'd probably be a motherfucker to be like, bro, like, if, if my job was like, oh, we having a Juneteenth celebration, and they came in there with fried chicken, mac and cheese, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, but why? But that would be my initial thought, because we're so used to screaming racism. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it would take me a minute to kind of, you know, like, I had a minute to think about this. Okay. So it was easy for me to be like, oh, I can kind of see how they, you know, feel like they should. This is what they should be doing. Like it's our day. You know what I'm saying? Give niggas their day. I'm a I'm gonna go to a deeper conversation based off of what you just said. Okay. Okay. We talk about racism, we talk about injustice towards black people and all that good stuff, right? I wanna ask you a question, and it's a simple question. Uh oh. When we talk about this stuff, 
Are we talking about, and I'm saying this for a reason, are we talking about white people or are we talking about the powers that be? Because to me, that's two different things, if that makes sense. So, um, how can I put this? When I'm saying white folk and systematic racism, and the, I'm more so talking about the power of this country, okay. the government, the, the white power uh, mm-hmm. uh, py- pyramid, right, that right. controls the country, right? Mm-hmm. The system in itself that they control is racist. Right, mm-hmm. I've said this before on 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 you and you podcast. I've said it here, wherever I've gone, wh- whoever I talk to, I say the same thing. My anger is not necessarily towards white folk. Right, most white folk citizens, I'm gonna call them the citizens, are just ignorant. They just okay. ignorant. I'm not wasting time on ignorance. Right, right. When you see when you see Joe Blow get on social media and have all this stuff to say about black folk and what black folk need to be doing, that person don't really bother me because they have no power to do anything. They just talking. You know what I'm saying? There's a saying, um, uh, you should never argue with fools because people can't tell who is who. You know, I'm not talking about ignorance. I'm okay. talking about power. I'm talking about the Bidens and the 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 uh the bushes and the clintons and the of the world you know mm-hmm. government the the people that that makes i'm saying the system that they created is racist so when you when you say that and you put it like that mm-hmm. let's bring it back to white citizens what is it that we expect white citizens to do the citizens not the power the citizens what that we, we have yeah what is it that we expect from them what is it that we want from them because we have to coexist with them. So you you brought up the whole if they came in at work and so these right. are the people that you're that you have to coexist with right. every day that don't have no power to make or break anything about your blackness, right? Mm. They just white folk that benefit from the 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 system, right? Right. But you but you have to rub elbows with these people every day. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is it that you expect from them? I think that's a conversation that's not being had enough. Uh, I guess for for me, I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't separate the two. Um, when no it pun comes, intent, no pun intended. Right. <laughs> when it when it comes to that conversation, I kind of lump them all into one because I don't necessarily think that that they're necessary. When it comes, I, my I'm gonna say my issue. My issue is not necessarily. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm one that don't. I don't. I'm one that believes that we need to figure it out without white people. I'm not one. That, I, I don't feel like we need white people involved. In and you talking about when it comes to just the, just the business getting our the, shit together, the business of black folk. Yeah, getting our shit I, together. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't feel like we we need them. Let me. Let but, me. Let me. Let me. Can but, I adjust my question? Mm-hmm. Let me adjust my yeah. question. Now, I know where you was going, but go ahead. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I just wanted to make sure you knew where I was going. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Now I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that. But um, so I view them a little differently because they benefit whether whether they like to or not. They they still benefit from facts. Their whiteness. Facts. I have an issue with those who don't understand or admit that 
they there's an issue that they have the upper hand that okay. that we are we are suffering from something you know cuz you got a lot of those that be like oh you know well it, you know you you're doing it like you know why just pull, why can't, pull your, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and no like like if you're you know you you're you're not successful but you're doing good why can't John John do good Y'all, y'all come from the same spot, so why is it that that you can make it and John John not? It's not a racist problem. It's a, it's a work ethic problem. I guess you know what I'm saying. That's kind of the conversation uh-huh. that I've had, and mm-hmm. and that right there to me is the is my issue with with them. It's the ignorance of it yeah, that's to it, not realize to not realize that yeah I made it because I can I, I might have withstand withstood the struggle a little bit more better than. That John John did, but understand, mm-hmm. me and John John didn't have it as good as you did. You know, some of those can't 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 so, get with that part of the program. So we agree, though. That's not all white people. No, we don't agree. <laughs> so you think? So you think all white people don't understand it or don't acknowledge that? Yeah, I, I don't feel like I don't I don't I don't believe they can. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean that's just me. I just don't. Not but I don't even. Either. But uh, again, I'm not. I don't. I don't necessarily want them to. If that makes sense, because you know, because but, that's, but but again, that's right there. What you just said. Yeah. My question. I, let's let's say I'm a white person, right? Mm-hmm. I totally get why black folk are angry. Right. I get that my whiteness gives awards me. Mm-hmm. Privileges and things that some I guess, other people okay, don't. Get. To cut you off real quick, while it's on my mind, I guess this okay. is my issue. Okay, I don't believe, I don't believe they're necessary in the change for us because I get that. Let, I let, get let's that. take let's take this for prime example. You know what I'm saying? They white people say, "Hey, we're giving you Juneteenth. We're gonna give you the fried chicken or whatever, whatever." That's the power. That's the powers, though. Just it's just in general. Let's say okay, regular white people did it. Okay, we would. We we would then in started start to bump heads with other black people. Mm-hmm. It's because like if I say okay, I'm cool with the Juneteenth celebration, then you will get your man, my man over here, or, or another black foundation over here to say nah, we're against it. And then at this point now it's two black factions bumping heads. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So without the white people. We're still always bumping heads. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what they can do, we don't get along. Facts. That's a fact. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't, I, I guess I leave white people alone because that ain't, I mean, it is the issue. And I don't want to seem like it's not the issue. But they could literally say, hey, y'all right. We fucked up. What is, what is it that we can do? Boom. And at the end of the day, we will battle each other because we, we don't think that far. We don't we don't like each other. And I think mm-hmm. at some point we gotta figure out how to get past that before we can even demand anything. And I think that's that's what we keep falling short. And, it's because and what you said what you said points to exactly the point I was getting at. We I think it's almost like I'm I'm almost gonna say the same thing like what I'm saying about the IKEA menu. We spend too much time focused on the wrong right. stuff. The 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 white American citizen can't make or break nothing, but we spend so much time going back and forth about 
their ignorance, right? Mm -hmm. Now, for them to come in and try to celebrate um, Juneteenth or do something to, because the powers that be says now this is a national holiday, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna call it their their white guilt makes them feel like okay we should do something for and it's almost like we're so we're so hurt and broken yeah. that we can't even we can't even see if if somebody's being trying to be genuine or whatever the case may be right. even though they might be going about it wrong you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you get in you get in a fight with your girl and you be like damn you know what i'm saying i really hurt her feelings let me I go out yeah i went about me, that the wrong way yeah let me go out and buy her some flowers so i can make her feel better mm -hmm. and you bring the flowers and she smacked nigga don't don't bring me no flowers fuck them flowers right because them flowers is not going to fix what the issue yeah what you how you made me feel now does that make you a bad person because you went out and tried to do something to make right. them feel better you see what i'm saying yeah, and so yeah. it gets real tricky and dicey and if we're not if we're what i guess what i'm also saying is if we're not careful we can become the thing that we hate right you know what i'm saying and and we have become that wow you feel we have already there Yes, yeah, yeah. I definitely do, but I and I think that's the bigger problem. Like we, mm. we, we put them on a pedestal because uh, we were talking about this earlier. We're so quick to put the white folks on the pedestal. Like they, mm -hmm. to us, they make all the decisions. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we look to them. Okay. So anytime we get a little bit of notoriety or a little bit of money, a little bit of anything, and we we are accepted by them, mm -hmm. then we say fuck. The other the, the black folks we came up with because now we we've reached the level that we've always been trying to reach to be with the accepted by the white folks. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like I ain't I ain't messing with y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here. I didn't made it. You know? Let me see mm -hmm. what this life is about. Mm -hmm. Where it it's just it's it becomes classism at that point. It becomes classism. Like you you feel like you in a different class than most most black folk are in. And so you, you yeah, will forget. Yeah, it's classism. It's like, just, oh, I'm I'm in the upper class now, you know. Yeah, but it's it's hard because we just we it's it just I don't feel like we like each other. Like we just don't because, like I said before, they could say, "Hey, here it is. What do y'all want?" And we'll, do you think do you think segregation is the answer? No, I don't. No. Because then we're then we're forced to be with each other, and we and don't we like, don't each, like other. each other. No, yeah, I don't. I don't up, think man. so. It is. It's fucked it's, up. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> just just based off this conversation alone, it's fucked up. Right. And this, it is, is, and this is what I'm saying. Like, I think we spend way too much time on the wrong stuff. And I'm the more and more this goes on, I'm I'm the more and more I'm feeling like, bruh. We going nowhere fast. Yeah. Everybody woke. Everybody got this thing to say. And I'm going to keep saying this to till it clicks. We're great at talking about the problem. Right. But nobody knows how to fix this shit. No right. matter, like how, I, like no I matter said, uh, how you put it, nobody knows how to fix it. But it's like white folks. You take white folks. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a white judge. You know what I'm saying? 
and I said it before, he he could be the white judge and the, and the you know what I'm saying the big judge. He can have a crackhead nephew that just can't get his shit right, get kicked out of school, he can't hold a job, this and that, and he'll say, hey, come over here and make you CEO of an XYZ company. You just got to show up. That's all we ask you to do. Just show up. You got this position. Kick your feet up. Everybody going to work for you. You ain't got to do shit. Just just come to work, and we're going to give you this six-figure job. He's out, out the gate mm-hmm. all the time. Black folks, we get in the prime position. You know what I'm saying? We get a cousin that they can't get it together. He get out of jail. What the first thing we're gonna do? Keep that nigga away from me. <laughs> don't don't bring like we 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 ain't we ain't giving him no job. Is you? <laughs> I, you was I not feel. giving him no job. Like we not. You, you, but most black people when they reach that level, they like they not bringing their little cousin who can't stay out of trouble and giving him a, a six figure job in in the office. We're not doing that. The first thing we we gonna say is, hey, I had to get it myself. You need to go out here and get it like I did. That's our that's our slogan. You no, go out here and get it like I did. We tell our kids that in the hobby, nah, you know what I'm saying? You gotta earn that. I had to earn it. But white folks, they got a different mentality. They say, No, nah, I got it. You can have it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you come on. I you got you got black folk that won't even tell you that that there's a position at their job they hire for. You at should all. apply. At all. <laughs> they, they won't even tell you you should apply. <laughs> right. Like, no, nah, don't tell something we hiring. I don't want him here. <laughs> like, we we won't. But that's but that's how we oh, is because it's like we can't we can't show that side. We but, we can't But don't it make I mean, we sitting here and we laughing about it, right? Mm-hmm. And and so how do we get how do we get surprised when when other folk don't take us seriously? That's the part I don't understand. <laughs> 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 but that's what I've been saying. Like we, we at some point we got to figure it out amongst each other. We got to figure it out, yeah. and then we can present something to it. But we got to figure out where we went wrong at with each other, because we know what they did. Yeah, we yeah. know what they did to us. Yeah, we know who the enemy is. But why are we? So but mad at some point other? we got lost. Yeah, at yeah, some point man. it got lost. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. I don't know how we got all the way over here. Oh, the the the, the Juneteenth menu. Right, but I, you know, right. I was just like, it's is we got way bigger fish to fry than that, right? You know what I'm saying? And now I'm kind of mad I ain't get to taste none of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wait to make sure you get it. Hey, that's Juneteenth. Nah, they they probably ain't gonna do it now because black folks. Oh hell no, you ain't gonna yeah, you ain't be able to get Juneteenth shit next year. <laughs> yeah. They made so much so much of a fuss about it, I'll never taste that macaroni yeah. and cheese. Y'all better enjoy y'all day off. That's all you gonna get, <laughs> and hope you get paid for it. Yeah. All right, but what else we right. got, man? What else we got? Where we going now? To the, oh, to the clip. So I came, I came across a clip. It's funny you said all that you said because, um, I came across a clip that kind of fits in to everything you just said, for real, for real. And I'm gonna play it real quick. Let me find it here. Uh, got it. Okay, here's the clip. I was going to ask you, what what is the best way to deal with white fragility mm-hmm. while keeping your mental and um, emotional peace? Brilliant question, brother. Um, I realized what I had to do to deal with it, and I encourage everybody listening to this conversation that deals with any aspect of white fragility to adopt this model. I didn't adopt it till very late in the filming process, and I wish I had done it sooner. It's a very difficult thing. The answer is you have to literally divorce yourself from any preoccupation whatsoever with white comfort. 
You have to actually decide you do not care whatsoever about white people's comfort. Love it. And once you decide that, and it's not an easy, I can say it now because I've processed almost a year of this shit. But at first it was very difficult. I found myself cringing, right? Like, oh, uh, and it's because I'm having a vicarious reaction to the white uncomfortability. And once I realized that's not on me, right? that's not on me. That's right. Um, and it's not on anybody that looks like us to be responsible for their uncomfortability, their willful ignorance to our experience in this nation and in this world. So once I actually said, I'm actually going to make a conscious decision to not give a fuck about white people's comfort, I'm able to handle the fragility. We think making them comfortable (laughs) will make our lives comfortable, Uh but but making white people comfortable has gotten us nowhere. It's literally never worked for us. Never. No, and that, I will say, has been one of the parts of this, y'all, that I didn't anticipate. Um, I expected white uncomfortability. I did not expect the number of black folk um, to be so uncomfortable by my, by my presence on the show. Okay. Can, 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 I wonder, can white fragility be repaired? If they wanted to. Mm. If they wanted to. It's kind of like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about the reparation of um, white supremacy because part of me thinks we didn't, as people of color, build white supremacy. So how can we eradicate it? Mm-hmm. But then it's also, um, I'm really big into Isabel Wilkinson's book, Cast. Cast, oh, I love it. Obsessed, yep. right? Read. Obsessed. Um, and she talks about the arbitrary nature of white supremacy, which is it's literally fucking made up. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mm-hmm. it's an artificial yep. positioning, social yep. so totally socially constructed. So so then why can't we just socially deconstruct it? If if it was it was randomly made up, totally mm-hmm. arbitrary, it seems to reason we should just arbitrarily be able to destroy it, mm-hmm. just because we decide to as a society. Right. And that goes back to people that look like us having an issue with my making these people uncomfortable and my insistence to bring my blackness to this show. How do you feel about that? Uh, I love it, first first and foremost, but those two are the, are the hardest things to accomplish. Mm. For, for black people to uh, not worry about white people's feelings, and black people to actually come together and get along. Those are two hardest obstacles that we will ever face. Yep. That I don't even think it's possible. Because we've been brainwashed from day one to believe that they are the tops. Right. Right. And by design. By yes, design. By design. Oh yeah, definitely by design. And so what stood out to me is when she said if it's, you know, if it's a made up thing, it's a social construct, why can't we break that down? And it goes back to what I was saying earlier. At the end of the day, the powers that be, when the people that empower are Caucasian and benefit from this construct, that's why it's so hard to get them to change the shit. Right, right. Because like something you said in a previous show, when we start breaking down this construct, their fear is, okay, where do I land in this? Right. You know, do black people now become the power? And right. <laughs> and then and then white folk empower fear is if black folk ever get in any type of true power, we would mm-hmm. then do to them what they did to us. Right. Yeah, that is the biggest fear. And yep. and I swear <laughs> when we before they gave us a black president, before they decided it was okay, because they mm-hmm. decided it was okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like they felt like if we ever got a black president, we would tear this fucking country apart like right. <laughs> we would just 
Like put, we would just celebrate and then we'd be like, nigga, we on. Like put this them is in our chain, country. Put now. them in chains. Right, what y'all going yeah. <laughs> Whip them and all that. Right. Bruh. Obama got elected. We celebrated. I remember crying with my kids, you know what I'm saying? Everything. We celebrated. Woke up the next day, went to work. Like nothing happened. <laughs> like nothing happened. Yeah. We ain't built the way they, they portray us. They We're feel not like savage. we because mm-hmm. all we want is to be, first of all, left alone. And treat it as equal. And then we'll go from there. We don't want no, you don't even got to give us no handouts. I mean, we deserve it. We don't want no handouts. Just make the plan feel equal and leave us alone. Yep. If y'all leave us alone, we will leave y'all alone. Yep. But in their mind, we're the savages. We're the ones who took over the country. We're the ones who enslaved them. Right. That's how they treat us. Well, that's, in how, fact, that's, how they try, that's how they try to play it because right. that further helps their position. If, if, yeah, if I make if I make them seem like the bad person, it takes right. all the attention off of me. And then white folk, you know, they look at it as, you know, they buy into it because it's easy to buy into. Because mm-hmm. I benefit from my whiteness. So yeah, the black people are the problem. The black people, right. the black people, the black people. It's like even when even when we like you said, when we quiet, we ain't worried about shit. We ain't ask y'all for shit. We land in the cut. Y'all still worried about us. Right. What, we what doing? are they plotting on? What are yeah. they doing? And that's the that's the issue. Why do they but, have their own banks over there? Like, why is that old community over there? Like, what are they doing that right. we can't steal? <laughs> like, why? Or, or what, are, what are they putting together to take over? We need to go over there and stop this now. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like, and we it's ain't thinking about none of that shit. None of that. But it goes but back. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was going to say, it goes back to what I was saying, too. Or, or it goes back to my question. Do we start from the top down or do we start from the bottom up? Now, I, I was feeling like. We need to attack the top. We need to get the top. Uh, case in point, um, Bob Johnson is back on the reparations thing hard. And you know okay. Bob Johnson is the one that put a proposal up for some odd trillion dollars for black reparations or whatever. Mm. Of course, there's no... BET Bama, right? Yeah, used to own the Bobcats. Okay. Now, of course, there's no amount of money you can really pay to uh, repay all the things that was done. There's another thing i'm gonna get into on another show in regards to what i'm saying now mm-hmm. um there's there's no amount of money that can repay all the things that's been done to us however right. i feel like something should be done i think some type of check should be cut to black americans you know for i don't care if it's ten thousand dollars like right. i just feel like something should be done but uh bob johnson is back on their neck hard about that and um mm-hmm. he's saying um you know, enough is enough. Is this is way overdue, and right. and he back on the scene with that. And some folk are trying to, cause he's saying it don't matter if the black American is is rich and wealthy. Everybody should he deserve get, it. You know, right. what I'm saying deserves it. And some people had a problem with that. They were like, oh, you already a a, a billionaire. You know, what you need? He <laughs> like you that. Need another ten thousand. Yeah, that don't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the it's, it's the, the principle. It's the principle of it. So right. Uh, but yeah, but I always felt but like we, we needed to attack the top. But maybe maybe we need to start from the bottom. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But my question on on the reparations thing. Well, like you said, I'll take anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anything you give us. Stimulus, whatever money you gonna throw at me, I'm gonna take it. But do we honestly believe if they gave black people X amount of dollars that this country wouldn't flip the fuck out? You you talking about the like? I think that'll start another war, honestly. But why it didn't start a war when everybody else got it? Because it's everybody else. We don't deserve nothing in their eyes. Like we don't. 
So anytime you want to give us some, that would that would really shake this country up if they gave us some money. I really believe that the white people would flip the fuck out. How about this? How about this? Instead of money as reparations, we tax exempt. That probably would lessen the blow, but it still would be an outrage. And and my thing is, I've I've witnessed or, or or came across people who had issues like with the Juneteenth holiday and and stuff like that. And I I want to know. I would love to have a conversation with these people and just un- try to understand wh- why don't they feel like we deserve anything? Why does it hurt them so much to see us get little? Like why? Like the normal. I'm not talking. We we talk not the powers that be. We talking about these normal, right, everyday citizens. white right. people that we that we well, hold close to us, thinking the, that they on our side. But as soon as they talk about giving us something, it's an issue. Well, the part of it is they they have bought into the fact, or they have bought into the mindset of, um, that was we didn't do it. Like it, it wasn't us. You know. You'll have white people say, but what about poor white people? You know what I'm saying? What about there's it's white people? It's a white privilege. It is. But but <laughs> but in their mind, they feel like right. they're no different. You know? Yeah. And but we're we not saying, talking about present. Right. Absolutely. But what we're saying, it, it, it boils down to me, it boils down to this. There is nothing, there is, there isn't anything that you would ever be able to do. I don't care what it is that pleases mm-hmm. everybody. Right. Even if they gave black people reparations, you know what black people say? This ain't enough. Oh, yo, we, we, we ain't even gonna talk about us. I'm just, I'm using that as an example yeah. to say there is, there would never be, no. if they said we'll give every black American a million dollars, black folk would still say, we need five billion. If you could give us a million, you could give us ten million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Facts. like there Facts. is nothing that you could do to please everybody. That's the first thing. And she says something in that clip that really uh, triggers something in, t- in me because I didn't even think about this or realize. And when she talked about we have to not give a fuck about her and black folks' feelings or right. what white folks' feelings. And so, but here's my thing with that. I'm with. Okay, let me let me preface this by saying, I'm with whatever we want to do we decide, as a right. at whatever we decide. I'm mm-hmm. with it. However, right. my problem, and when I talk like this, people think that I'm defending white folk. While I'm defending God. no, right. that's not what it is. What no. I'm saying is could never. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is if we can't all agree on something, mm-hmm. then shut the fuck up because. Right. Going fighting and going back and forth with each other is getting us nowhere. It's pointless. You know what I'm saying? And so, if it's going to be we want to have equality and we want to rub elbows and kumbaya with white folk, I'm with it. If we're saying nah, fuck that, we need to we need to go at the powers that be and we ain't stopping till we get what we want. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? What I'm not doing, though, is I'm not fucking marching. I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> we already did that. It don't work. You know right. what I'm saying? It's too hot outside anyway. If if black folks said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come together. We're going to put our money together. We're going to lobby Congress. And we're going to pay to get these. I'm with that. Right. Old King Johnny is with whatever we decide as a whole. But as long as we can't make a decision. I'm not going I'm not about to sit and go back and Shut forth. The hell up. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth about this dumb shit over and over and over yeah. and over again. You know what I'm saying? That's when I get in my mindset of look, I gotta worry about me and the people closest to me because right. y'all, we don't have no direction. Everybody got something different we should be doing, and that shit don't work. But when she said we have to stop worrying about white folks' feelings, I felt right. That, you know what I'm saying? Because right. but I I think we're just naturally compassionate people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely, especially towards them. Yeah, and it's and and that's part that's been part of our problem. And when she said that's something that you got to work on, it's like it's not something that's just gonna happen overnight. Now some people may have gotten to that point, but people yeah. that say they've gotten to that point, I kind of call bullshit. I'm like because you still go work for them. You know what I'm saying? Right. You still take but a see, check from them. Go ahead. And, and see, and that's I guess that's what my I ain't gonna say my issue with is with it. But even like with me, when I when I deal with people or talk to people, like like we discussed before, it they people always think that something has to be a, a look out for feelings or or mm-hmm. you know be careful and listen. But my thing is, if if we're having a conversation and I'm not coming to disrespect you or hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like that's not my mindset. So I'm not thinking about I got to put your feelings to the side or this and that. I'm just coming to you to have a conversation as people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's stop thinking we're hurting anybody's feelings. Like mm-hmm. let's stop using the word feelings. Like let's stop acting like we're coming into to bully a situation or to to put somebody down. Right. No, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Right. Like let's stop giving them feelings or thinking we're hurting their feelings and just be just be regular, you know what I'm saying? Right. Come into it with a respect, mm-hmm. you know, just like we deal with each other. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to come up to you and be like, oh, I'm about to hurt your feelings, so I got to talk this way. I'm going to talk a certain way because I'm not coming to hurt your feelings. Now, whether your feelings get hurt, that's not my intentions. And I'm right. like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That ain't my intentions, but whatever. What, but that's how we got to. It's not my intentions, but what needs to be said needs to be said. You needs to saying? be said. That's yeah. all it is. So Absolutely. we got to stop thinking we're hurting white people's feelings when we just need to talk. Like, let's just talk. Let's have a conversation. Let's just can, but continue to do this and well, not feel like we got to hurt their feelings or we're hurting their feelings. Well, stop caring. Yeah, like she said, I guess she said, stop caring. Yeah. And technically, it, the ball is really in their court. They need to start working on being more understanding. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And stop. That's why I, I just want to talk to them and just feel like, why y'all feel like we don't deserve any, but I guess it's a mission of guilt. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, if you say, yeah, we're riding with you, but that's their guilty conscience because we don't look at it that way. Like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be like, okay, you admitting guilt. No, we'd be like, yeah, finally. Like, y'all on board. Y'all understand. But they'd be like, damn, if we give in, that's, it, that's admitting guilt. And it, and it boils down to, you know, I get them feeling like, well, it wasn't us. We didn't enslave you. And I get that. But you, you have yet to acknowledge that yeah. even though you didn't do it, you benefit – yeah. From what happened, or oh, it happened to us. Like you ain't no, gotta they, admit guilt, but you know what I'm saying? Know it what happened, happened to us, and they know they know what happened, and they feel the guilt, but they won't they won't admit that they benefit from it. That's yeah. the problem. It's the admit. Once you admit that you benefit from it, then we can move forward. Because then you'd be like, all right, yeah, go ahead and give them the reparations because I right. did benefit. <laughs> For thousands of years behind, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What happened to them? You know what I'm saying? And some, and I do, and I stand by what I said. I do believe some white people get that, but they ain't in no position to make no difference. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the problem. We need the people. That's why I say the powers that be. We need the powers that be to get get their heads on straight. Like um, they just voted today to remove all the um, 
all the Confederate uh, statue joints. Yeah, Confederate statues. I, that's that's a big thing. Now it's it's that more <laughs> that's more symbolism. But I look, I'm trying to look at it like, okay, maybe if we keep progressing like this, then yeah, maybe yeah, we yeah. can change some minds. Cause they said Eventually. like they said like sixty something Republicans voted for it too. You know what I'm saying? That says yeah. to me that okay, maybe someone somewhere said, you know what? This is kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like let's at least let's not throw it in their faces at least. Yeah, like at let's, least let's like bring it down a little bit. Like, damn, this is kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like uh somebody made a comment and oh, it was Dick Gregory, matter of fact. Uh when he, somebody asked him about the Confederate statues and all that, and he said you would never see you would never see a bunch of Jewish kids go to a school named after Hitler. Right. You know it what I'm saying? It wouldn't even be a thing. It wouldn't even be a thing. So so why does it sound crazy if black folks saying we don't want to attend a school that's named after a former slave owner or we don't want right. to drive across a bridge that was named after a known slave owner? You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it's the same fucking thing. A Jew, a, yeah. a Jewish family ain't gonna send their kid to Hitler, you know, uh, uh, Hitler Elementary School. You know what I'm saying? Like, come right. on, it's just common but sense. But I guess shit. in that case, I mean, shit wouldn't have no names in America. <laughs> exactly, damn, everything would exactly. be exactly like quiet is kept. Um, you We're know, going Am- to Tom Cruise Elementary and shit. <laughs> <laughs> quiet is kept. Uh, Amazon uh, basically bought Arlington. Virginia, but anyway, okay. One of the one of the things that um uh got bought up about Amazon coming to Virginia was that they wanted to get the name of Woodrow Wilson Bridge name changed. I thought they changed it. Oh, they already did it. I thought that was changed a minute ago. Or oh, oh, and yeah, I thought that been changed. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they did, but that was part of Arlington. Maybe that's when it happened. Then yeah, that was part of Amazon's thing for coming to Virginia. Okay. They wasn't rocking with the. Woodrow Wilson up. Bridge being called Woodrow Wilson. Amazon yeah, so. going to take over shit, though. Why? Amazon about to going be the only to, thing popping. Going to. It's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. And they about to be done. And they pay, too. They pay. But that's a, yeah, that's yeah. another podcast. Um, right. So so where we at? That was so we had the... Uh, you're right. I'm going <laughs> to shift. All right. The Nick, Nick Cannon posted. Nick Cannon about, posted. Go ahead. About uh, his reasoning for having having the kids. and Which I didn't know that that he was suffering from something and they said like he didn't have long to live. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of threw me off. I was like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of, that's kind of crazy. But he said, that's pretty much why he lives life. Like, you know, he just living like, you know, mm-hmm. recklessly. Is and reckless? why you saying I reckless? feel it is when I heard it, when I heard it, I was like, I was kind of taken aback. Like, damn, like that is kind of, kind of selfish and I know uh, Rip t- touched on it on Take to Consider and I agree with him like it's it's okay to you can afford all the kids in the world it's okay to have kids you can afford them all but okay. when you're bouncing around from parent to parent to parent you know what I'm saying you got kids over here with this parent kids over here with this parent the money only goes but so far to me that's selfish you know cause you kinda mm. now you're spreading yourself thin Cause you got to deal, you know, you got your kids over here. You got this kids over here. Who knows how this mom feel about you? So she Mm -hmm. might, she might not be letting her kids go with you every single day, you know. But you would, in my opinion, I I I felt like you would want to be just more, especially if you're dying, being more involved with your kids. To me, would be more than leaving the the millions behind. You know, hopefully you're leaving the millions behind. But I just felt like it was selfish to. To have these kids and not be able to actually 
raised them. Not saying that he's not, but I'm talking about like on a daily mm-hmm. basis. You know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I I I hear you. I don't understand. You know, you know. First of all, let me, I always preface this by saying, <laughs> I have two beautiful kids that I love dearly. They're the best thing that ever happened to me. Right, and trade them for the world. Before my kids, I was determined not to bring any kids into this world. But God saw mm-hmm. otherwise. They are here. With that being said, I have been recently thinking about getting fixed. To oh make sure that I never have any more kids. And for me, this is me personally, mm-hmm. he had twins with Mariah Curry. Okay. And then after Mar- Mariah Curry, he had another one. So I think when he was on number three, mm-hmm. I feel like in these days and times, that's more than enough kids to have. <laughs> and I don't understand why anybody would want to bring more well, kids. Into this crazy ass world, man. Yeah, well, when you figure his world ain't crazy, <laughs> you know, what I'm Bruh, saying? Like, the world is crazy. The, man. the world is crazy, but you figure, you know, he he it's might almost, feel like he can keep his kids away from the craziness by with the money. It's almost but, punishment to bring kids in this world, man. That is true, but that's 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 on a deeper level. But I, I don't so know let's no say, other level, <laughs> right? But let's say, okay, you know what I'm saying? Let's like you say you got the two kids. Let's say something happened and you move on. You know, you still raising your kids, but then you meet another young lady. You know what I'm saying? Y'all kicking it or whatever. She ain't got no kids. You know her. You know she always. I ain't gonna say wanted kids, but you know that's that's a thought. You know, especially seeing you raise your kids. This might be the last lady you with for the rest of your life, and, and I know this. I ain't gonna say it's contradicting my original thing, but I'm I'm moving past that real quick <laughs> because you talked about getting fixed. Like you don't feel like that would be selfish, nigga. I'm getting I'm seriously <laughs> thinking about getting fixed because again, I don't want to bring any more kids into this world. One, got you. Two, I'm 41 years old, my nigga. I'm not about to be having no <laughs> newborn, nigga. Are you crazy? I'm talking about me. I'm not knocking nobody else. Got you. I, I'm not. I, I got two beautiful kids. I got a wonderful. My, the kids of my mother is one. I couldn't choose a better person to raise my kids. Nigga, I'm done. So if that means if if I got to move on to somebody else and be with somebody else, they mm-hmm. either A, already got kids and ain't looking to have no more. B, can't have no kids or C never wanted kids anyway so they cool with it because <laughs> I ain't crazy nigga I'm but, smart I'm smart but back, but back to the Nick Cannon thing why I say that because <laughs> I was like I was raised by my mom you know what I'm saying my father was in and out doing his thing but my father he's one that will bring you gifts you know what I'm saying he'll, he'll provide you with shoes Clothes, whatever. Like he was good for that, even though he never showed up with boxes for the shoes. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> he was always. My father is a nigger. Like you can literally okay. call him a nigger because he's from DC. This Bama had he he retired from the fire department, so you know he had to work there x amount of years. You know what I'm saying? Right. He never had a reason to continue the streetways, but he just cannot break himself from that. Like he's uh, to this day, he still does things, and you be like, "Nigga, 
you you don't have to do that. You you <laughs> made it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that right, was his right. thing. He would always show up with so he probably either who knows where he got this shit from. Okay, but he okay, was okay. always a material thing. Okay. My father ain't show me how to how to my father ain't tossed a ball around with me. He ain't teach me how to play basketball. We ain't never talked about girls. You know what I'm saying? Like Does he play ball? Yeah, yeah, he came okay. and played one time with me, but like these are things like we never sat around and just you know bonded. Mm-hmm. And w- going back to the Nick Cannon thing, it's just like bonding and and actually raising your kids, especially by me having kids. I'm not the the parent who who buys shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, it was always group money. You know, whatever you know, what I'm saying the money came from. It was it was still my money, but. Right. You wouldn't come to me and be like, hey, dad, can you buy me X, Y? That wasn't me. I wasn't that parent. That's their mom. Their mom buying whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I was the more, we going to hang out, play tea party with my girls, play the game with my son, you know what I'm saying, lay up, watch movies. Mm-hmm. I was that parent because I missed that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those are the things you can't, money can't buy. So, yeah, I get it, Nick. You know what I'm saying? He He's financially able to to raise these kids, but... When you start having kids by multiple women and all this other stuff, you know, who who's to say that you can be there every day? And sometimes those things are more important than buying things. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, um, you hear, you hear, you know, single moms say all the time, you know, spend time with the kids, you know, more than anything. Okay. You can't give money. You can't do this, but come get your kids sometime, spend time with your kid. But how do you feel your relationship with your father? Do you think it made you like him? I feel like it, it it made me be the total opposite. Like I refuse to be him. Like I refuse to like, how do you feel your relationship with your father has affected you? Or do you funny story? I don't know how I got on the couch on this one, but (laughs) We here. Well, you know me. I'm a. I'm gonna so, get you to talk. That's what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I will say, when I turned, I guess, I guess, let's say sixteen. I, I'll say sixteen for the fuck of it. Okay. That's when I kind of started. You know, you you growing up. You know, you starting to become a a man in your eyes at sixteen. You right. start to kind of realize and look around about things that didn't happen. And that's when okay. I kind of started my resentment towards my mm. father. Interesting. So that's from 16 to, I think I had my first child at what, 23, if I'm mistaken. Okay. So from 16 to 23, you know, I was like, you know, F him. You know, I was never, I didn't want to be around him. I didn't talk to him. You know, if I see him, I'm like, what's up, old man, type shit or whatever. And just keep it pushing. We ain't had gotcha. no relationship. Whereas my sister, you know, my older sister, she's daddy's girl. You know, no, he can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Whatever. So as I start having kids, you know, you, you start dealing with your kids and, you know, you, you begin, mm-hmm. you become softer. That's a fact. You know, so my, my kids spent a lot of time with my mom and over my sister's house and stuff. And then, of course, you know, me raising my kids, I would always talk about not having a father. You know, not having a father, right. not having a father. So one day he happened to be over my sister in them house <laughs> and my kids was there and my son, I guess they got okay. to talking and, and they told my son who, who he was. My son was young at the time. He had to probably okay. be about maybe five, between five and seven. If that. And your son was like, I ain't got no father. 
That's exactly what he said. He said, he said, <laughs> my daddy ain't got no father. Right. And they was like, everybody kind of was like, what the fuck? Like, damn, you going to say this in front of this man's face? Like, but of course, my father, you know, he's a jokester. He's, you know, he, he kind of, oh, well, since you ain't got no, since your father ain't got no father, I ain't your grandfather, then give me back your Christmas gift type shit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, kind of brushed it right. off or whatever. Right. All right. So. As I started having kids, you know, it, like I said, it softened me up or whatever. So now I'm like, all right, I need to let this let this go. It don't make or break me at this point. I know who I am as a man. You know what I'm saying? I know the kind of father I'm going to be. Gotcha. Ain't no need to hold on to shit. We got bigger shit going on in, in the world. So I could I could tolerate being in his presence. You know, it okay. wasn't for long periods of time. It would be hit and miss or whatever. Like I might see him. We kick it for a little while. Nothing major. Okay. So I had came in. I had moved or whatever. Came in town, and I was staying at my sister's house. And that particular weekend, I think it was that Saturday, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, had to go over his house and help him exchange a TV is what it was. He was helping okay. him exchange a TV. Okay. So, of course, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? We we probably supposed to get up. You know, I'm supposed to get up with y'all and shit. So, of course, I'm getting up. I'm, I'm doing my thing. My sister, like, she on the phone with him. She's like, oh, yeah, he'll be there such a time. She's like, oh, your son here, he'll be there too. So I look, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you just going to volunteer my services or whatever? So I'm like, whatever. Right. I fuck my brother-in-law. You know, we going to exchange. I ain't no hater. Like I said, I ain't had no ill will towards the guy. I'm like, all right, I can still, you know, fuck it. Let's go. Whatever we doing, we go do it. All so right. we go over there. You know, we get the TV. We go to, he's showing me his house. And I'm like, this is my first time being over there. Mm-hmm. So we upstairs. And uh, he's showing me around. We talking this and that. So we do the TV thing, go to Costco, exchange it, boom, boom, come back. Uh-huh. So I know, you know, in D.C., they got the the row house joints or whatever, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And when you walk up, you got the, the house or whatever. So you go up in the house. It's like a townhouse, two-story or whatever. But you got the, the basement is like kind of detached. So you come out, go back down the steps, and then go in. Okay. So that's what he had. So downstairs was his man cave. So he's like, oh, I'm going to show you whatever. So we go down in there, and this joint is lit. It's like a whole other apartment. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, shit. Like, we, we chilling. So, of course, you know, he got the bar and shit. We drinking and shit like that. Now, mind you, it's been... This was probably about five years ago, maybe. Okay. So it's been a minute since I've actually been around this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see him. So, like I said, we kick it here and there, but nothing, no long period of time. Gotcha. So I'm sitting there, and it's little shit happening, like little mannerisms, little things here and there. And I'm looking like, this dude don't know me. How he imitating me? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like No you imitate him Him like a motherfucker You know what I'm saying Everybody you know Everybody oh, oh little Butch They call me little Butch Oh you look like your father You act like your father Of course I'm like I don't know None of this shit Like nah But right. seeing it It kind of took me back I'm like fuck Like this This shit is real Like genetics is real Yeah Like I Like he couldn't He don't know I do this I don't know he do this So how is this shit happening So I was like man Fuck it We need to talk Cause now mm-hmm. you know I'm a, I'm grown like and I ain't used to bite my like nigga I got to get this shit off my chest. Got so you. I talked to my brother in law like bro like yeah I think this might he's like look you know what I'm saying he's like yeah well, why not you know what I'm saying y'all both here he's like I slide off to the back right. y'all handle y'all business. So if anybody knows my father he's a he ain't a jerk but he is me you know uh, he ain't too he, he ain't going. 
ain't gonna say he's me. He ain't gonna give you too much emotion. You know what I'm saying? He a jokester. Okay. Oh, you know, so I'm expecting the jokester. Oh okay. boy, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you know I was there. You know, I I was you know what I'm saying, this and that. Now mind you, for the people out there who don't know, I was me and my sister got the same mother and father. We was raised all our lives together. In two thousand seven, maybe six, we found out that we had other siblings from my father. You know what I'm saying? So we had a I got a, another brother and another sister. Right. That came out, you know, and that was kinda like, damn, like, you know, so I was really like, you know, like, damn, nigga, you hid my my siblings away from me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Did you know about this before the, do you knew about this before the talk? Y'all was talking? Or you found out after? No, no, I learned no, this this after that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I learned this before the conversation, but I was still like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? But to give context of or give y'all an idea of who my father is. When my son was first born, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we had took him to we was at my mom's house. I think he was a couple months uh, old or whatever. We was at my mother's house. Okay, my father just happened to pop up. You know, he was there or whatever. So of course he, I had my my daughter at that point, and then my son. So he met the kids or whatever, played, talked to him, whatever. Saw my son for the first time. But he had seen your daughter before. No, I don't think so. Oh, so he seen the first them both time. For the first both time. Time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Unless he might have seen, no, nah, yeah, I think this was his first time. Honestly, okay. I think it was his first time. So of course he seen my son. He say whatever, whatever. So we we sitting there, we talking throughout the day, everybody. So I think we finally said my son's name. Mm-hmm. So he says, "Oh, that's a boy." Because I was gonna say that's always one ugly girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> now mind you, you know, saying my son was light skinned You know, say he was little cute little boys, but that's 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 one instance of how my father. That's gotcha. that's who he is. Gotcha. So, secondly, how my father told my brother that he had a, a younger sister. This is how he told him. Okay. So, my brother is in 10th grade, I think, at this point. Maybe 10th or 11th. I'm not sure how, how many years apart they are. Okay. But he goes to Suitland. My sister is going to Suitland her freshman year. She's in ninth grade. So, and, he tells and, my brother. And this, so, so just so they know, this mm-hmm. is a brother and sister that you've never met. Never knew. Yeah. So at this, this is point. this is something that's happening on the other side of town that you right. have no clue about. No clue. But my brother told us this when we finally gotcha. met or whatever. Okay. So my mind you, my brother's already in school, whatever. So he tells my brother, he said, "Hey, you got a sister to go to your school. Don't sleep with her." <laughs> how? How? This is how he breaks news. <laughs> like there's no like this is him. Like he has no. You so know, how, there's no compassion, no feelings, no. But how is he supposed to know who she is? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he just says it. Like figure it out. Like he—that's <laughs> who he is. He sound like the five off the shot, <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> So of course, going into this this talk, I'm, ex- I'm I'm knowing who I'm dealing with. Okay, but I'm like, no, I got to do it. Like this is this is time. Like right. it's time is passed and. This is a conversation that needs to be had. Right. Now, I was never the one that I know I harbored feelings, but I never needed an apology. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never cared. Once I got to a certain age, I never cared for an apology. I just wanted kind of to move forward. Okay. But I wanted to speak my piece. Okay. You know, and then move forward. I didn't need no apologies, no explanations, none of that. I just wanted to speak my piece. You wanted and to move let forward. them know how you felt. I get it. 
Yes. Now, my brother, you know what I'm saying, to speak for him, and hopefully I ain't messing this up, he's more one that wants the, the I guess the, I'm going to say the apology, but the converse, you know, the the wise. Mm-hmm. My sister, younger sister, hates him. You know, it would take a lot for, for them two to have a relationship. Like, she hates him. But that's another story. Got so it. anyway, so sitting down, I'm like, all right, we're going to have this conversation. You know, we sat down. I say, hey, you know what I'm saying, let's talk. We sat down on the couch. And I just started talking. You know, I just started taking it from when I was a child and how I felt, you know, raising kids and, and him not being around and this and that. You know, I'm I'm pouring my heart out. And again, I know who I'm dealing with, so I'm thinking, man, this you know say this ain't gonna go nowhere. But long as I get my part out, right, I will feel better. And he shocked me. Like he he took full responsibility. You know, he he didn't make no excuses. Wow. He he was like, you know, your mom was a great woman. I just wasn't. You know, he he took full responsibility, which and I was shocked. I'm like, this ain't the nigga I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was expecting, you know, to kind of shrug it off. Oh, nigga, you tripping? Like, I was around enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You was good. You was in good hands, type shit or whatever. But no, he he broke it down and he was like, yeah, you know, I should have done better. You know, but I was this and that, whatever, whatever. And it was like a relief, you know what I'm saying? We hugged, embraced, you know what I'm saying? We ain't cried nothing, but, you know, it felt like, damn, like it was a big weight off my shoulder that I didn't even realize that I was carrying around for the longest. Because, mm. you know, I'm one to just be like, I kind of sheltered my feelings like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? I'm just right. going to move forward. So I never realized it was an issue until I sat there and was just really watching him and just seeing his mannerism. I'm like, I know niggas that grew up with their father. Like, this is what it felt like, like, to have a relationship with your father. You know, my mom is, you know, everybody know how I feel about my mom. Like, my mom is the world. But it's still a difference between father and son. Mm-hmm. And to actually see it at my age, I'm like, like, I feel like a kid again, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it felt good to get it off, off my uh, chest. You know what I'm saying? And, and for him to be accepting the way he did. You know, so we, yeah. you know, we text here and there, you know, we talk, we kick it, you know. It'd be funny now, like, we talk sports and shit. Like, I'll send him a text message and, and he'll respond and just little shit like, damn, like, this this do was you, all right. Do you regret waiting so long to do it? Mm, I, no, not really. Okay. Not really. Because, no, I, I don't, honestly. I don't know. I, it just feels good to have it now. Like, I don't sit back like, damn, I wish you was here gotcha. to see my son play football and no shit like that. Like, no, I'm, nah, just saying, I, I'm just saying being as though it went it went so so much smoother than you thought it would, do it make you feel but like But I damn. think it had – but I think, again, having kids and stuff made me a little softer. Gotcha. Because I think okay. had we had this conversation earlier, I'd have been more – Rebellious, cussing, and fuck you. using, you know what I'm saying? This and Got that. You. So it probably wouldn't have went the way it did. Got but you. having kids, you know, and being there, the kind of the way it happened, it just it seemed like it was supposed to happen. Got you. Okay. Okay. That's what's up, yeah. man. That's what's up. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. You was, so I'm glad you was able to do that. Right. So to go back to the whole Nick Cannon thing, where it started from, it's just some being there is a lot more important than money. Okay. You know, and and this could have easily made me a, another fucked up dude in these streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it, it was points in time where me and my kid's mom wasn't rocking, you know what I'm saying, especially after mm. my first child. Like, we, I could have easily just disappeared. 
mm-hmm. sent money here and there. Like I ain't gonna be my father wasn't around. My, my, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. be one of them niggas mm-hmm. making excuses for myself. Right. But luckily I knew better and did better. But everybody is not that. That's true. So Nick could easily be raising or, or putting another messed up child, uh, boy or girl, because you know how girls are when they come to their father. But what if let's say let's say if he what if he handled it like uh like a a po- po- what's the word polygamy type situation where all the women come with the kids and they all stay together and that's great you know if he can finesse that it, I applaud him I mean because it seemed like all the women that he's had kids with after mm-hmm. Mariah Curry they all nobody seems to be bickering or hey it, it right. feels like this might be something that was talked about with these women and planned out with these women that he may be able to create a situation where everybody's around. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Or or these women, well, you know, Mariah, she she she's Mariah. She, uh, I'm not Mariah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about the other kids mom, but maybe they happy with the money. You know, some people don't really care about being parents, honestly. Like long as they financially stable, they might not be looking at the the aspect of having a father in their kids' life. Mm. Yeah, I you know mean, what I'm saying? Like right now it's cool because they kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you know, but when a nigga get 13 and he start cussing his mom out, you're like, bro, why you acting like that? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you ain't got the father there to tighten your ass up. But I, but on back on the money thing, I'm sure I'm sure he has an estate big enough where if he wanted to, everybody could yeah, come definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I guess so, it would be the mindset. Like, do you do you value quality time over Financially yeah. taken care of, and it would be are these women willing to rock with a situation like that? Which is possible. I mean, there are men that have right multiple wives or whatever you want to call concubines, whatever you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so you know, Cole was like, "How wanna, many? <laughs> you want to make Gina your porcu- porcupine?" <laughs> Go ahead. What was you about to say? How did we discuss how many kids he actually got? Because we make it oh. seem like this nigga got thirty kids out here. Like he well, might have he got six two or four. No, he got two. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me see. He got two by Mariah because they had twins. Okay. And then, um, let's see. How many kids, Siri? How many kids does Nick <laughs> Cannon have? <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, hold on, give me a second here. I'm checking six. He got six. Okay. Which All ain't right. which ain't yeah, that ain't far. But how many? How many kids, moms? Yeah. Uh, now that's a question. Okay. Uh, one. I, I want to say five, four. He got four. So somebody else had two. No, he got he got Mariah's well, one. Two. Okay. That's two, and then four more. Okay. Yeah. So he got five baby moms, I think. Mm. I think. Don't quote me. Should I look that up too? No. Fuck it. For the sake of the show, he's going to have five. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I got it right here. Uh-oh. So he got Mariah Curry, who whom he was married to from 2008 to 2016, is the mothers mm. of the twins, Monroe and Moroccan. Brittany. What's the second one name? Moroccan. Mor- yeah, Moroccan. M- Monroe and Moroccan Scott. Brittany mm-hmm. Bell, his then girlfriend, is the mother of uh, Say Golden. Oh, she had two. 
So his then girlfriend is the mother of Golden and Powerful. Those are the names? That's interesting. Right. Golden and Powerful. Golden Golden Queen and Powerful Queen. So I don't know. Powerful King? That'd I don't be lit. Know. Something like that. But he got two. It looks like he got two by her. <clears throat> so total, he got four baby mamas, three outside of Mariah Curry. The next one is Abby Rosa. His current partner of mother. Oh, wait a minute. Ho, 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 ho. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. The mother of Golden Sagon and Powerful Queen. That's four. No, that, maybe that's their middle names. No, it says Brittany Bell, his then girlfriend, is the mother of Golden Sagon and Powerful Queen. So that's two kids. That's what it sounds like. Then right. Abby Delarosa got two. That's four. That's four. Then Abby Delarosa, his current partner, is the mother of twins born June fourteenth. So he got two sets of twins recently. Yeah, she. The, the, these twins was born June fourteenth. But I thought somebody was like pregnant now. Okay, wait a minute. We're gonna get to that. So oh, that's okay. two, four, four, six, six. And then Alisa Scott, a model who appeared on Cannon's music game show, music <laughs> game out. show, Wildin' Out, is pregnant with Cannon's son, his fourth child in the last year. Mm. So I'm, I'm, seven. I'm confused. I'm going to say he has six because this one And one chick, on the way. Yeah. And one on the way. All right. Two sets of twins. Two by ex-girlfriend, and then one on the way. Got you. So he about to have number seven. So, I mean, like I said, my my uh, father is number 17 or 18 kids. So yeah. it ain't like it ain't been done before. And plus, I guess we should be commending him because he was he is probably banging all the joints on Wild and Out. <laughs> and only have seven kids. I guess that's a, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to look at it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, shout out to Nick Cannon, and he could be my daddy. You stupid. We, so we good on that? We good. Uh, you want to talk KD, uh, Scotty? Let's talk KD, Scotty, because Scotty been catching hell out ever since that. Bro, yeah, everybody <laughs> is like mad at Scotty. I'm like, bro, like so at let's, some let's, point, go ahead. Let's let the listeners know your relation with Scotty Pippen. That is the man who raised me. <laughs> that is my father. <laughs> Between him and Jerry Rice, those were my two two fathers that oh, raised me. <laughs> All right, talk about it. What's going on with KD? So, uh, when KD and them lost, Pip made a comment basically saying, and it wasn't even, I didn't take it as a negative thing. He basically broke down the difference, differences between a LeBron and a KD. Okay. Saying, yeah, KD can score. He's he probably one of the greatest scorers. Mm-hmm. But it's the little things of basketball that's being missed that LeBron does that y'all don't see. Yeah, oh. KD can score, but it's every every shot is not the best shot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the pass is the basketball play. Mm-hmm. You know, passing out the double teams, you know, bringing on the double teams and passing it out or setting up the next man. He was breaking those down. In basketball terms, right? And KD, of course, got upset, saying, "Ain't you the no, guy?" No, who but got- let me Go wait, before you say that. This is a six-time NBA champion, right? 
one of the top 50 greatest players of all time right. saying this. This ain't no this ain't no bum. This ain't right. this ain't Steven Jackson on Instagram talking this. This is right. like Chill. this nigga. No, I'm just saying this is like solidified historic right. ball player. Go ahead. And it wasn't I didn't take it as of course I wouldn't, but I didn't take it as he was dissing them. Right. He was just showing the differences between being a great basketball player and be con- being considered the GOAT, like the greatest of all time. Like, it's little things that y'all don't notice that separates a LeBron from a KD. Mm-hmm. Not saying that KD's a bum, not saying that he's not one of the best scorers. It's just the little things that could have been done to keep this, to move him, advance him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, of course, KD took it wrong and said, oh, Pippen, you the same dude who didn't come in the game when you didn't get the last shot and shit like that or whatever, but yeah. And he, and see, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. He's basically, and this is why people have a problem with it, because when you talk sensibly in right. 2021, that's a bad thing. Talking with sense, having facts, all that, that's, that's unacceptable, okay? Right. Now, He's speaking of the difference in LeBron as to why people say LeBron is the best player in basketball. Right. And I think he's – did he – no, or did he go with Jordan? I think he went LeBron. I'm not no, he, sure. he eventually went with Jordan, but he, he was saying it was between them two. But okay. the reason why LeBron could go to 10 straight championships is, is the things that Scottie Pippen is talking about. Right. Basketball the reason, IQ. The reason why LeBron can carry a team with, with so-so players on it or have or have his star partners injured and still carry a team to a championship is what Scotty is talking about. Yes, KD is a great player. But see, nowadays, people look at and, and you we can even talk about Jordan and Kobe. People look at look at Jordan and Kobe, and even Jordan said this out of his own mouth. Mm-hmm. People only really talked about the way I scored. The scoring, yeah. the scoring, the scoring. It took a long time for people to realize, oh, he plays defense. Right. Oh, he's he shoots eighty percent from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know he he makes the right play. How many times Jordan made the right pass? Like right. you said, have all the players closing in on him, thinking he was gonna take the last shot, and he dished it to a Kerr, a Paxson, mm-hmm. a Kuko, a B.J. Armstrong for the game winning shot. It's it's not just a LeBron thing. It's a the the greats do this stuff. It separates. Yeah. yeah, the this is what separates the greats from superstars, superstars from all stars, the all stars from right. good players, the good players from niggas that made it to the league and they accomplished. Separates yeah. from the Kwame Browns of the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like because <laughs> Kwame gonna be on the show. We can be no shut up. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> no because Kwame talks about how just the fact of him making it to the league is yeah. a success. That is yeah, a success, exactly. but. But there's still levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And so, mm-hmm. and so um, but again. But even know. Phil said it. Phil said the same thing. He said, y'all y'all get, you know what I'm saying, glamorized by the the, the scorn. But he said, y'all don't realize, Scotty is probably the most all-around player I've ever seen. Like, he does it all. Yeah. The stuff that y'all don't see. And he can score, need be, but yeah. the fact that he can take a back seat because it's not necessary for him to score and do all the other things that most people can't do is the thing that y'all are missing. And and that when Jordan retired, and we was two right. games different from when Jordan was there, right. tells you everything you need to know about Scottie yeah. Pippen in my book. The man right. carried us 
we was a we was a bad call away from going to the Eastern yeah, Conference Finals right. without exactly. Jordan. Without him, the only wow. person, the only people that has been successful with a team after losing their star players is Scottie Pippen and LeBron James. Right, <laughs> that's it. When you think that's about crazy. it, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, man. It, but it just boils down to, you know, you can't use common sense and facts these days. That shit is No, no, no. But everything, but in, in KD's defense, when you hear your name every night and night in and night out, it gets tiring, you know, mm-hmm. when you – but when you put a lot of stock into social media, mm-hmm. you know, these guys, these young guys now got to deal with it when the older players never had to deal with it. But you hear your name – Night in and night out, how bad you are, how good you are, what you're doing wrong, and this and that. It gets frustrating. So I understood. But sometimes everybody ain't your enemy. Everybody yeah. is not against you. You know, everything is not a diss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you're a great player. Exactly. You know, and he was just saying that, you know, sometimes it's not about scoring. Yep. You got to learn the basketball plays. Yep. And what you just said, and I don't want to harken on this long because I know people hate when I talk about LeBron. But right. What you, just said, <laughs> yeah, what you just said speaks to, again, to LeBron's greatness. Because ain't nobody yeah. been criticized as much as him no. his no. entire career. And he still gets and, it done. And, and, and surpassed everything that everybody thought. Yep. Or, or put up on his plate or whatever. Absolutely. But, yeah. but that's enough about that. <laughs> exactly. All right. What you got? What you got? We rolling. <laughs> so talk to, uh, talk to me about this Juice, Juice cartoon movie. I don't think it's real. I hope it's not. Okay, so that was my first question. I was when I saw okay. it, I was like, "Damn, this is this would be dope." You know, I I feel like it would be dope, and I kind of feel like somebody stole my idea because mm. I've said several times, I think they should make series out of um um uh you know rappers life stories and stuff like that. And okay. one of my thoughts was making it an, an animated thing. That way, you don't have to worry about getting actors. So, like hmm. doing, cause see, when you when you you know when you do these series, you got to have a cast of actors and right, right, right. Keep everybody on to tell the whole story and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I even said this about um before anim before uh, uh graphics became what they are today. When we see when we watch movies like Avengers and stuff like that. I remember years ago, I used to always say, man, they should just make all that shit like real high-tech cartoon type shit. You know what I'm mm. saying? But the reason why I was wondering if the juice thing was real, because I was like, how would Disney pull that off? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you when you were saying making things animated. Like, that would be inviting kids to pretty much watch these movies that we try to keep them away from. Well, I would say at night, not animated like the Pixar animation. I was thinking okay. more animated like the um uh what's an example? I can't think like that, like that that animation where the people damn near look real. Like how they do on video games. Where like the people damn near look like real life, but it's but it's animation. Not okay. not so much cartoonish, if that makes sense. Kinda. You have to give me an example of a movie. Um, like the Spider Man joint? Would that yeah. be animated? But 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 more like what's something that looks like uh okay, so like you know how the Call of Duty joints is? Like not when you playing the game, but like the cutscene shit. And how the people look like real people. I, I, like, I can see what you're saying. It's yeah, not yeah. like cartoonish, but like they look Got like you. real people. But with the I feel like with the animated thing, you can do endless shit. You know what I'm saying? It's endless shit you could do. And right, because you're not you're not acting; you just voiceover. 
Right. It would be just voiceover. But you don't, and you don't have to worry about if you need to change cast members or somebody get a right. movie role over here and they can't do the series no more. You know, shit like True. that. And you somebody just, pass away or something. Yeah, you could just curry shit on forever. I just thought it was yeah. a great idea. But I think that would be dope if somebody did it. Um, I don't know if Disney is the place to do it. That would be yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, that, unless they're gonna that do would be too inviting of kids, like yeah. kids into things they shouldn't be watching. Unless they're gonna age. do a different, even though Juice is it. the best movie ever made. No, it's not. We're gonna stop. It, that they movie. don't need to. We're gonna be stop that bullshit. That movie is not the greatest movie ever right, made. Be careful. Be careful. We're no, gonna stop that. No, no, we're gonna start <laughs> telling the truth, man. That shit is not the greatest. It was a. It was an okay movie. Was it was it? not the greatest My favorite movie. movie of all time. Okay, say that. That shit was not all that great, but that's a whole other story. Before we cut your mic off. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, we we got to tell the truth, No, it was man. great. No, we, we are telling the truth. To you. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So since we on the movies. Okay. It's time for the twos reviews. Twos reviews. Twos reviews. Twos reviews. Okay. So... <laughs> Did you watch anything? Because I'm pretty sure you did. Right, name something, and I'll let you know. No, I'm just saying anything, period. Because I, I, I'm going to talk about three different things, but I I'm pretty sure Titans. you ain't seen none of them. Is that one of them? Nah. Uh-uh. Oh. No. Nah. I got to know what it is. I don't... Okay, well, I'm going to start off. Okay. It was this movie called uh, Fatal. I'm not sure how old this movie is. It Never might be it. old, but somebody put me on to it. Fatal Attraction. You've seen it? No. Okay. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've seen it, even if you haven't seen this okay. movie You've okay. seen this movie before. Give me the back. But it got the um the pretty nigga with or the pretty light skinned nigga with the, the pretty eyes. Not the pretty light skinned nigga, but the light skinned nigga with the pretty eyes. Uh, what's his name? One? I don't even know his name, but that's his that's what we're gonna call him. Malik the light skinned nigga with the pretty eyes. It's called What you call him? Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Let me find it. You said fatal? Yeah. What's his name? Man, he and all the shit, you know. Light skinned nigga with I the pretty I know eyes. Who you talking about. Um not your mom more. I know you talking about. It came out last year. You talking about? Uh, okay, I didn't know that. You talking about? Um, fuck, Michael Ely. Yes, that's his name, Michael Him. Ely. Okay, so it's got it, Hillary it, Swank, Michael Ely, Mike Coulter, Hillary Swank. Oh that's, yeah, the uh, the, the, white the detective chick. Yeah, yeah. Got my man Kane from Menace. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's off the hook. And my man that played, uh, he played the Marvel Luke Cage. Joint. Luke Cage, Mike Coulter. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Right. So his his wife and best friend end up getting killed, and pretty much he's framed for it. Okay. You know, and the detective lady is, I don't really want to say it because I don't want to give it away. It was a... It was a decent movie, but I felt like I had seen it before. Sure like it just felt like it's been made a million times. Okay. Especially for you to say it came out last year. That's that's yep, twenty twenty. That's interesting because I feel like this movie's been made fifty million times. But it was a decent watch. I think I think it's something you should watch. It was okay. a pretty good movie. Okay, fatal. Uh, uh, and I, how many how many twos you give it? I give it three. Three twos. Okay. Decent movie. I okay. give it three. Okay. All right. Moving on. Okay. Have you ever? I know it's gonna go kind of in a different direction, but have you ever paid attention to like kid and play, like their story, real life story? I guess. Yeah. No. Just them. Yeah. No. Me either. So okay. recently, I went down a rabbit hole with Play's story. I don't even know how the fuck I got on Play, but okay. he did a DJ Vlad uh, interview. Okay. 
And his story's interesting. It's pretty much class act. Oh, like okay. class act is pretty much he's he was in the streets, you know, heavy. But not too heavy, but heavy. You okay. know, that was his thing. He was in the streets or whatever. Kid was the, the nerdy guy or whatever, and they end up, you know, Lincoln or whatever. But his story is is interesting. I was like, damn, like I, I would have never paid play to be this guy. Like he told a story Which one, one is time about again? the dark one, bro. Okay, How? the dark one. Okay. <laughs> I always get that mixed up. Go ahead. So, he talked about how he was a stick-up kid. Okay, you know, he was like that's his father was in and out of the streets. You know, saying out of prison or whatever. He was, of course, into that life. Like that, that drew his attention. The, okay, the, the street guys want to be like that, right? So he ended up being a stick-up kid, and he said he had this sawed-off shotgun. Man on the pump said, "Been on the cord." <laughs> I right, go ahead, my back. He had a sawed-off shotgun and uh, had a head trigger. So he said when he was when they was doing the stick ups or whatever, the thing in that era was or that time frame was some people was using fake guns and some people was using real. Okay. So sometimes people would fight back or whatever. But he said the thing was everybody knew he said everybody knew that this this motherfucker was real. Okay. But he said he had a head trigger. So he said this one night they decided to go, you know, do their thing. Caught this lady getting off the bus or the train or something. Went to go stick her up. She decided she wanted to fight back. He said it was about to rain or it had rain, and she had an umbrella. So she ended up fighting back or whatever. So he said as they're fighting, tussling, her umbrella kind of hits the shotgun. And the shotgun goes through her head. And, of course, it goes off. But he said, luckily, that night, he said, I ain't putting no shells in there because he knows the head trick. And he's like, this is an easy lick. Like, Uh we don't need bullets tonight. Right. But he said, had I put the bullets in there, I'd have blew her head off. And I was like, damn, like, play was out there like that. Like, it was crazy. But I say that to say his story is really interesting. I didn't realize it was so much like the class act story. Got you. But I think it's a good, it's something that you should check out. You know the name? It's No, it was just an interview. DJ oh, Vlad okay. interview. DJ Vlad interview, okay. Yeah, it's like okay. an hour and some change. Okay, cool. I, mean, I think I see. But it, he but did it with um, Sean Prez. He didn't do it with DJ Vlad. Okay. Because D- yeah. people on DJ Vlad neck, so. Maybe right, he, uh, yeah, so. but it might have been a little older. But it's a part in there <laughs> when he said, you know, once he decided, because he, of course, he talked about you know him and Martin and and Salt and Pepper and then worked at the same place or whatever. So he broke all that down or whatever. He from DC? No, nah, they in New York. They okay. Work, he okay. from Queens, if I'm mistaken. Okay, he okay. from Queens. Okay, yeah, but they worked somewhere, you know, post school or whatever. Gotcha. But he said at some point he decided he wanted to, you know, take the turn. So he he said he's sat the kid down one time and was like, listen, I want to start learning words. <laughs> so he said, if I stop, if you say something and I stop you, I'm just giving you a heads up. Like, I want to learn these words. He was like, of course, he was like, you know, my education wasn't shit. You know, he, mm. he wasn't really into school, so he didn't know shit. So he's like, I'm trying to learn. So he was like, if I stop, if you say a word and I stop you, just understand I want to learn this word. Okay. So... Play was like, I mean, kid was like, you sure? And he like, yeah, you know, you know, if you hear me say some words that's that's wrong, correct me. I'm trying to, you know, get my shit together. And he kept saying, are you sure? And he was like, he kept saying, are you sure so much? I was about to fight him. Like, nigga, I'm sure. Like, I'm trying to better myself. (laughs) So he says immediately, immediately kid says, well, I hate when you say this word. He was like, 
you could tell he'd been holding on to this for so long. And I found this particularly funny because it's a word that I fuck up all the time. What's the word? I'm not telling you. You got to go watch it. You know what I'm saying? So people out there, go watch it. I refuse to say it on here because... And when he said it, I was like, nigga, it, are you serious it, right now? Is it a like, word? really? Simple, yeah. You probably say it every day. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? No, you're up. not. Don't look it up right now. You look it up when you get your own time. But it was All hilarious. Right. And then he said, uh, what, it was another uh, instance he gave. He said he got to arguing with this chick one time. Uh-huh. And they was, you know, he was dating. And, uh, they got to argue and it broke up or whatever. She was like, and I hate when you, uh, cause he told her the same thing. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn stuff or whatever, but he said they got to argue. She was like, I hate when you start singing the songs before the artists come on the radio and sing it themselves. And he was like, damn, here I am thinking I'm doing something good. Showing her, I know the lyrics and stuff before it come on the whole time. She hated this shit, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, it's funny when I say this to people and they tell, give me their feedback, the stuff that they've been holding on to for so long. Right. That so I thought cool. that was amazing. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. So wow. you should check that out. He, you know, he was married to um, Eddie Murphy's uh, love interest in Coming to America. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got to that part, but he's supposed to talk about that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I came across that when part two, Coming to America 2 came out. And oh, okay. I was looking up like the cast members and all that. And I was like, damn, I didn't even know that. They Yeah, they used to be married or whatever. I think they got mm. a daughter together or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dang. yeah. That's what's all right. up. All right, what was the third one? The third one was the Mary J. Blige documentary. Oh, okay. Okay, how was that? It was good. So for the fans, for the twos out there that's listening, I want y'all to, just in case y'all haven't watched it yet, it's not a documentary on Mary J. Blige's life. Mm, I guess when I went into it, that's what I was thinking it was going to be. It's actually the anniversary of My my Life album, her second album, I think it was. So it's basically talking about that, the making of the album and what was going on around that time. Got you. Okay. But it gave a little backdrop, of course, of her life, you know what I'm saying, coming up or whatever. But it don't really go into it. It just kind of goes, give you a little bit, and it goes into the making the album, talking to people that was involved and shit like that. Of course, her. It was good, though? <laughs> yes, it was It was great. But I, I will say this, watching this, watching Mary J. And I hope this, I hope y'all can understand when I say this. Okay. Because <laughs> it's going to sound crazy. Watching it. Mary to me came off like a real life superhero. Hmm. Like you know when you watch, we watch superheroes. We watch like you know, saying movies and stuff or whatever. And they they do stuff throughout the night or whatever. They save the town or whatever. And it's like it's normal. You know, what I'm saying like we look at it like, damn, you fighting crime. But them, they look at it like, this no, this is shit. this is my job. This is normal. This is what I'm here for. This is this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, they don't question it. Right. Listening to Mary's story. So much fucked up shit happened to her, and she just constantly kept a, a open mind like, it's going to get better. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to let it get me down. It's going to get better. Like, always saw the bright side in everything, and my, no matter how dark it got. And funny you say that because we underestimate how important mindset is mm-hmm. and how powerful uh, we talk about it now a lot, uh, uh, manifesting, manifesting things in your yeah. life and you know, even even today, I had to remind myself of that. I was getting frustrated with um, something I'm working on, and I had to remind myself. I said, "You know what? Nope, I'm a, I'm not gonna get mad. I'm gonna just say, yeah. you know, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. You know what I'm saying? 
And to your point, when you don't let obstacles and things tear you down, or, or my father used to always say, um, the only way you don't accomplish something is give up. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying? No matter how long it takes. The only way you don't accomplish something is give up. And if you can if you can hold on that and keep that mentality, man, you'd be surprised at things you can accomplish. Yeah, um, and it's hard to do that. And I kinda I kind of feel Mary's mindset because I kind of feel the same way at times. Well, well now. And I say that I've been through, you know, the shit that she's been through, but I'm always like we we stress over shit that we can control. Like mm. Let's okay. not stress over shit that we can control. If we can control it, let's fig- figure it out and move on. If we can't, then it's out of our hands. Like, let's not dwell on it. And she was one of them no matter what was going on. And, of course, she had hard times. You know, she was ready to go. She was going through shit, ready to give up or whatever, you know. But she always was like, man, like, it's going to be better. At some point, it's going to get better. And she's like the the perfect picture for knowing your self-worth. Because at some point, it clicked. Like, I deserve better. Like, like yeah. I'm a in, but I, I say that to say, she still don't look like she's enjoying life yet. Like, it, it wow. still don't seem like it clicked yet. Like, like this is real. Like, she don't feel like she deserves it. She comes off like, you like still, you still see the pain. Yeah, it's like I can't, I can't embrace this, this love that I'm getting. Like, I'm still hurting for y'all, but like I know I'm good, but like I can't. I'm, I'm, I haven't came to grips that I'm good yet, That's and you deep. can tell her like it's okay, Mary. Like just you made it. Like you you been through the bullshit and you made it. It's Enjoy funny, it. She all she always see like you see her smile, but she always yeah, it's has just this like, look like like she nah. just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, and 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 it looks like it's more so from what I've been through. I can't let it go because then yeah. I'm like. It's like some kind of psychological, like I'm forgetting where I came from, kind of or what I've been through. But, but it's okay, bro. It like goes, it's you it, made it. It goes back to something you said last show. Money don't money and success don't make you happy at all. Don't make at you all because you can mental. have all that and still be, you know, still be fucked up. Be fucked up. Yeah. Like you said, it's mental, man. That's some heavy stuff. Do you know what it's called? It's just called Mercy. Uh, no, but it's on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. It's okay. definitely a good watch. Cool. And Andre Harrell in there too. Wow. Which was, well, he you was know, still interesting. Alive? Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. I'm about to check yeah. that out. I'm about to check that out when I get a chance. Yeah, that was um, decent. Definitely watch that. All right. That's what's up. What else you got for me? Uh, I think that's uh, about it. Okay. So we can do. It's your turn now. What we on? Uh, I did it. I tried it for you. I tried it for you. So a lot of people have been. Introduced a new segment. Yeah. We introduced a new segment. I tried it. So. King Johnny went through that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. All right, so <laughs> I tried it for you. Um, so I, everybody know I'm on this. Um, I don't want to call it becoming vegan because that's not what it is. I'm just on this eating better journey, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I told I told Deck, I said, you know what? When I try different things, I'm going to just, you know, let you guys know what I tried and what I thought about it. So I actually got two things, but we're going to do this one yeah. at a time. So... I recently tried uh so let me let me let me let me say this so it's understandable. I tried a uh a steak and cheese. Hmm. Okay, let me let me say this. The theme is steak and cheese. Okay. All right, but it was made with 
oyster mushrooms. Now, that's important. You have regular mushrooms, and then you have regular mushrooms is the ones most people are familiar with. That's got okay. that's got like the Mario Brothers, you know, yeah. the mushroom. The hell up. No, I'm just saying, the, that mushroom. Right, right. Then they have what's called an oyster mushroom, which looks different. And it's the texture is slightly different. Okay? Hmm. So when you cut the uh, oyster mushrooms up, it gives you that feel. It, it it reminds you of like what, like the steak looks when they cut the steak up or whatever. Oh, got you. So this was a this was a a steak and cheese themed sandwich, but it was made out of oyster mushrooms. Oyster mushrooms. Y'all ready? That. Okay, hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Describe the sandwich. So we got the oyster mushrooms. Are we eating bread with it, or yeah, is it every, like everything you would have in a steak and cheese except okay the in replace of steak meat, it's oyster mushroom. Okay. What kind of cheese? Are we doing the still the, I the did vegan, vegan cheese. cheese? I did vegan okay. cheese on this because I found a- Lettuce, um, tomato? I had- Okay, so on mine, I had- um, I had- Because I like onions, green peppers, okay. um, ketchup, mayonnaise. Okay. Uh, of course, it was seasoned up and everything. The, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the onions and green peppers. I had onions and green peppers. They were cooked up. Um, okay. Uh, I did the vegan cheese because I found um, slice a sliced vegan cheese that I do like that reminds you of American cheese. Okay. So I did the vegan cheese with the green pepper, onions, ketchup, mayonnaise. It seasoned all up, and in place of steak was all the right. oyster mushrooms. Okay. Here we go. Y'all ready? Go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that shit was amazing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was shocked as hell. So much Damn. so. That I ate it a second time the next day. That Damn. shit was bomb. Now, the difference. It wasn't heavy like when you eat a steak and cheese. So, like, you know, okay. like like when we go to, uh, what's the curry out we always go to by Rip? Uh, uh, good luck. Good luck. It ain't like when you go get a good luck steak and it's, you know, they pack the meat and it's like super right, heavy. Right, right. And none of that is heavy. It's not heavy. Um, hmm. Season-wise, it was bomb. Everything was cooked well. The uh the now I I do say this. If you're not a fan of mushrooms in general, it's just not for you because you you don't like mushrooms. Okay. So if you're not a fan of mushrooms, you're probably not gonna like it because you don't like mushrooms. But if you find with gotcha. mushrooms, the shit is bomb. So I, did it taste mushroomish or no, no? It tastes like it tastes like a steak and cheese without the heaviness. It wasn't heavy. Damn. Yeah. That shit was bomb, bro. Like I added that to my list of okay, I can rock with this because I'm I'm working okay. on my list of you know shit that I like that I can go to. Right, I rocks with that heart. So, so did you make this or you bought it? I made it, so I found okay. Um, so I seen it and I followed the ingredients to make it. You know, I followed everything to make it, and uh, yeah, that shit was like that, bro. That shit was like that. Damn. I was really impressed. So um, and there is a curry out in Waldorf. I got to get the name that. That makes them as well. They do uh, okay. vegan food, vegan shit or whatever. So yes, um, that joint was bomb. So if you ever want to try it, that's a that's a little recipe for you. All right. Okay. So Johnny did that, so you don't have to go through that. All right. So right. And what we on? What the, the second hell? one? No, no, no. I thought you said yeah. No, no. I'm gonna say for tried. I'm gonna say for the next show. We're gonna do one okay. at, one at a time. One at a time. All, All right. right. And then what the hell? This is gonna be a quick one. In um, lieu of, oh wow, 
Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, message is kind of popping. Um, so, in lieu of NBA playoffs, I thought okay. this would be a good one. Okay. Before I get to it, though, who you got for the championship? Uh, who I think going to make it? Yeah. Oh, I was going Bucks Suns, but now with Giannis, well, they say he wasn't too bad. So, did they say whether uh, he gonna play or not? Nah, he he seems soft anyway. But oh my god, <laughs> uh, yeah, cause they say wasn't nothing wrong with him. But if it's Bucks Suns, I'm going Bucks. If it's Suns Hawks, give me Suns. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going Suns no matter who come out the East. Okay, <laughs> I'm going Suns no matter who come out the East. Um, right. I I was going Bucks out the East, but with no Giannis, I don't know. I I can't yeah. gauge these Bucks, man. Yeah, I don't. As like, soon as you think you got a leg up on somebody, <laughs> something else happens. Yeah, I don't yeah. like their coach on top of that. So this been the wildest playoffs, I I must say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's what people been wanting. People been wanting this, you know. We don't know who's going to win it situation, yeah. so you got this it. Is definitely, you definitely got it. <laughs> you definitely, definitely got, got it. it. All right. So in lieu of that, what the hell? I came across a post that tripped me out, and it involves Mark Jackson. If you don't okay. know who Mark Jackson is, Mark Jackson is now a commentator for uh, the TNT, I believe. Uh, he might do them all. Who knows? Yeah, well, he he's a commentator for in-game commentating. So yeah. um, he works alongside Jeff Van Gundy, one of my favorite commentating crews with watching the game. Um, they usually do all the big boy games or whatever. Okay. With that being said, uh, Mark Jackson played for the Indiana Pacers for a while, also played for the New York Knicks, was a pretty pretty good, okay. yeah, pretty yeah. good player, very good yeah, commentator, decent. and he coached the uh, – the Golden State Warriors before they got real good, like the next season. Um, yeah, right, literally, <laughs> literally. That was that was a whole another situation in itself. With that being right. said, um, do you remember the Men- Menendez brothers? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just the nigga to kill their parents, ain't it? Great. I'm glad you remember. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Menendez brothers. <laughs> Are these two about to get put together? Okay. Yes, Mark Jackson and the Menendez brothers. <laughs> All right, hit me out. Hit me out. The Menendez like Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's your mama with the uh, braid wig on. <laughs> he gonna be Mark Jackson. <laughs> Bro, why does I Tyler Perry? It. Why does Tyler Perry shows on BT all look like they were shot with a cell phone? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> right in the backyard. No, shout out to Tyler Perry. All right, definitely. The Menendez brothers killed their parents and went on a shopping spree with the insurance money. One thing thing they bought was courtside seats at a Knicks game. So uh, there was a pick taken in the game uh, between the time they killed them and got arrested. Game that they were at. They had spent $700,000 in months from the insurance money. So when, while they were courtside, a pick was taken, and it's a pick of Mark Jackson in game passing the ball, and it was turned into a basketball call. 
The Bass is an NBA Hoops New York Knicks basketball card with Mark Jackson. And in right behind him in the background, you can see clearly the Menendez Bass. Damn. That's what the that's lit though. That's a lit what the hell. Can you imagine having that card? So if you got a Mark Jackson card, shit. I'ma post the picture. Take a good look at it because if it's got the Menendez brothers in it, that card might be worth a shit. Hey, I need to find my card. Let me check my card. <laughs> it's a Mark Jackson card and it has the Menendez brothers sitting front row. In that is brother. hilarious. Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, when I saw Damn. that, I said, what the hell? What the hell? That's well, crazy. That's all I got for y'all this week. Um, hey, anything else before I do this spiel? <laughs> hey, what you, what you mean? Oh, your, uh, the end joint? Yeah. Well, Bill Cosby out. Bill Cosby out. Are we happy? Bill Cosby is free. Oh, I guess it depends on, you know, what side of the, the spectrum you're on. I'm always, I'm cool with justice. I mean, if he innocent man, he innocent man. You know. yeah. well, well, there was a technicality. So, he, the, the case that he ended up getting locked up for had already been settled. So it was basically he was it was almost like he was in, in short term it was almost like he was charged for the same thing double twice. jeopardy yeah he was charged for the same thing twice right she she backed out of doing a court trial and took a settlement and then they turned around and used that same thing against him to lock him up and you can't you can't do that so it's not even a matter of uh, innocence or guilty at this point they gotta let him go and they can't try no more because. It's like right. they fucked up, you know. So, um, I, I'm always reminded of Bill Cosby had some very uh, disparaging things to say about black people some years ago. Definitely. And you know, I don't, I don't have no feelings with it one way or another. Now, if he is, like you said, a true innocent man, you know, then yeah. that's fucked up that he had or, in jail. Or, like you said, not even nothing necessarily innocence if you. Fulfilled your obligation to whatever, whatever y'all agreed to, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you know, it's, that's it's the just, law, yeah, it's just fine. So, but shout out to Bill Cosby, out. Um, and anything else? That's it. All right, the rest we'll talk about next time we see you. It's your boy, okay, yes, Johnny, OH underscore KING underscore Johnny, here with my co host. For you and you, stepchild G, motherfucking deck, bitch. I look better than Rick James. Hey, make sure you check us out on all your podcast platforms. Make sure you tell a friend. Download, delete, download the show, delete, download the show, delete, and make sure you subscribe. <laughs> make sure you subscribe. It's the Separate the Two podcast. We don't do no overtime. We are out of it. No better than Kelly Price just to save his petty life. Instead of giving you Barry Sanders, they gave you Jerry Rice. That's why I'm here to bury White. Let's sprinkle some crack on him and get out of here.